This is a Project Humanoid production. Whammo. You're listening to Cheesesteak Suplex. I'm the uncancelable. Is uncancelable? Is that a word? The unspeaking. Is that no? Is unca- uncancelable? Yeah. It's it's if it's not a word, it's something that's close enough to it. I'm word. the podcast pariah, Jackson mm-hmm. Wells, the most hated Jackson Wells, and over here, I'm pointing. Oh, that's me. You're is pointing the, at is me. Is the podcast Pooh Bear? Pooh Bah. Mm. Okay. Tomatoes. 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 BP Burke. That's me. That's I'm BP Burke. You are BP Burke. Uh, and today, that's what you do on the other show. You go, and today, and sometimes I don't want you to do that. Sometimes I kind of just like, I, I want to, you're like. Um, I feel like I should have energy. I, 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 on this one, to, this is an energy show. Oh. I, I, the other one's not an energy show. Shows for Project it's death. You're listening no, but, well, no, no. We're taking a fun, no, a no, no, fun no. look at death. But let, let me let me talk here because I'm better at, at like at, at telling you. I give you great direction. You're better at, at at executing, but I'm better at giving you the direction. When we started that show, mm-hmm. I said I wanted it to be like an NPR thing, and you don't know how to do like a lower voice. You think when I say no NPR, you start going like you become a fucking gi joe psa i love gi joe psa okay but that's not what we want we don't need that and then i'm and then like when it's like a a a soft like npr voice you 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 just you either or you're like it's my npr voice it's like fuck it it's not what's that shit called the whispering creepy asmr yeah it's not asmr it's aspr yeah. Asimper. Asimper. Uh, ampersand. Okay. Hmm. So we're doing something a little different yeah. on this episode. We We've are. never really done this before. We're doing a watch along. This is a, a very common trope in the wrestling podcast genre. Yeah. And it's a little harder now with Peacock because not everybody has the same Peacock. Back back when they had... <laughs> My Peacock has more orange than that yeah. Peacock. Uh, well, there's two flavors of Peacock where you can get... There's Ric Flair and Charlotte. Yeah. And Dalton Castle, the party Peacock. Oh, fuck, there are three flavors of Peacock. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, there is. There's the free tier, but that one doesn't have the WWE stuff. That sounds they like... very limited WWE that stuff. That sounds like, 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 a, yeah, like a free bird thing. The free tier? Yeah, the free tier. So, yeah, there's the free Peacock, and then there's Peacock Plus, which is what I believe we have. Okay. And Peacock Plus, the live pay-per-views don't have this so much, but when you're watching archival content in the network... There are ad breaks. Yeah. And then that's like the five ninety nine one. Or if you're like me and you have Comcast Internet, you can get it for free. Okay. And then there's the premium Peacock, which is, I think, 10 bucks a month mm. where there's no ads. So it makes watch alongs hard because what if somebody has the Peacock with no ads and we have to stop for an ad? Right. So what we're going to do here, and we don't want to watch a whole show. We're not going to keep you for three hours. Today, I, I, I would totally keep you for, for three hours, but that's not your bag, baby. That's not your that's not, you know. You're that's just not your well, that's not your bag. That's baby. that's my bag. Yeah. Comma baby. Um I like that. I I, I like You th- like podcasts that are basically audiobooks. I because you know what it is? I, I listen to Jim Cornette. I listen to uh well, I used to listen to Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. Um 
I like talking. You know what it is? I don't like small talk. I Sm- hate small talk. So, so if you don't get small talk, then what's the opposite of small talk? Large either talk. either large p- silence either, is the opposite of small talk. Either big talk or no talk. Large silence, yeah, big I, silence. But I don't want that. I like talk. I like I like going in depth. I like sitting there getting getting to know somebody. Like if I get on the phone with you, right? If we're gonna sit on the phone. I want I I want to be on the phone for like an hour. Oh, I know. I know. But see, that's the thing. You saying, oh, oh I know, is is putting me down. And I'm, it's me making and I think, a joke. Okay, right. And I'm putting you down. You're oh, the wrong one always. here. You're, you're the bad guy. See? Always playing the victim. You're not the victim here. I'm the victim. Because oh. I'm the one that needs to talk. I'm the one that has feelings, and I try to get my feelings out. And you are all about you. You're selfish, and you don't like talking. You, do, you don't like hearing what I have to say or what I'm upset about. You only care about what you're upset about. I do think that's a good new nickname. I I, I, I know we like the podcast Poobah thing, but I think Big Silence, Big Silence, BP Burke is yeah. going to be a great nickname. That is a Big Silence, Big Silence, yeah, BP Burke. I like it. But that's not no. You're not real. It would be great. That would be that's a video thing. <laughs> you know, like if we're if if like one of those BTE uh, being the elite uh-huh. uh, videos that the way they do like if there was a character on there like you could that's what like if we did something like that mm-hmm. right if cheesesteak suplex all of a sudden started doing like videos in that style mm-hmm. that would be your character being the everyday it's rbt no no follow me here being the mundane no follow yeah. me here no why would it be mundane i'm not mundane you're not i don't like mundane i don't like boring i mean are there times that i'm just like low energy sure but there are times that i'm coco beware and Owen Hart. Well, I mean, he died on my birthday, so yeah. let's not, let's let's be respectful. And sometimes I want to push off a scaffold. I'm not even going to touch that. Okay. Jim Cornette fell off a scaffold. Didn't he, he did. He broke his knees because uh, the the big Bubba Rogers couldn't catch him. Mm. Uh, but uh, g- anyway, so yeah, I I like those long form things. I I don't like. I I feel really uncomfortable. When somebody wants to start a conversation, or like, "Hey, how you doing, man?" And they stop you, and it's like, I sometimes I don't want to like because I have to be prepared. I think, like, to sit down and talk to somebody for for a long time. Uh, if I'm just walking down the street or I have to go somewhere, I don't want to stop and and have a conversation. Like, if I see somebody and they're like that I haven't seen in a while, like this is a Philly thing, and somebody will fucking be like, "Hey, man, like, how's it going? How's everything? How's how's your mom doing?" Blah 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 blah. blah. I don't like that. Yeah, I, I, you, headphones are wonderful for this. No, I never leave the house without but because headphones. if I want to know something, I'll fucking I'll I'll get your I'll get your attention. I'll fucking get it. I'll, if you have headphones on, I'll I'll do the motioning. Hey, take your headphones off. I got something to fucking ask you. That happens a lot, but usually they want money. Nah, I don't ask people for money. Yeah. But like, but today I think if if I was like if I had to go to the store, let's just say I'm in Philly and mm-hmm. I got to go to Wawa, right? And I'm um I don't know whatever, and, and I'm walking down. And then they're like, uh, like, hey, how's it going? I'm like, hey, how, how you doing, man? How's your mom? Good. Oh, and then you know, I'd be like, uh, she's on Facebook. You should add her. And then I'll keep walking. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah. that's. I'm just add her. Add her on Facebook. You ask her yourself. Stop stopping me. Like I don't like little shit. It, it makes me feel uncomfortable. Like the little fucking. Because it's like, what? What do you? What? Like, why? Why? I was pressed uh, for questions. <laughs> At a coffee shop. Oh, okay. Uh, recently, by somebody that the I name don't... of that coffee shop. Questions. Mm. Uh, you should have saw it coming. I, I I didn't like 
the questions because it was like, well, where's this going? Why are you asking me these questions when I know you don't like me? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So like, what are you asking me all these questions for? It's very odd. I don't like that shit. You know, you, you don't really want to talk to me. Don't fucking talk to me. But, but at the same time, I just, you know, a little like, Hey, how, how's things going? Like whatever. I, I don't mind it, but I'd rather have a long form conversation. But anyway, so that's why I, I was saying with this, I like the long uh, podcast. You like to keep them shorter. You get hot in your chair. Well, uh, especially over the summer, but uh, like, right. I, also, I I think like a short podcast is like a half hour. Yeah. An hour and a half, I think, is a mid-range podcast. Right. To, I, I think two hours when you're flirting with long. I think short is a half hour. Yeah. And yeah. This, this podcast will be much longer than a half hour because sure. it just will be. Yeah. The wrestling we're watching is going to be longer than a half hour. Right. Uh, the I don't I don't mind the two, three hour podcast. You know, I like I actually like those because it's like I could pick and sh I'd be like, yeah, you know. Like like this, let's just say it's not going to go three hours, but let's just say hypothetically it did. If it did, the first half would probably be wrestling. The other half would be whatever. So there's a little bit for everybody here. If you're a wrestling fan, the first half of the show is for you. If you, you know, uh, if so for the second half of the episode, uh, we are going to talk about, well, let's talk, do we even say what we're talking about yet in this? Uh, we said we're doing a watch along. We didn't say what we're watching specifically, but we said we're doing a watch along. Okay. We uh, talked about Peacock. Right. And then, uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. The second half of the show is uh, going to be about your favorite Halloween episodes growing up. So there's a little bit, you know, for, for your wrestling crowd and then for your uh, TV lovers or your uh, pop culture. Nostalgia. Nostalgia. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. So let's get into it. Let's let's uh, we got all that so, shit out of the way. Yeah, this first part of the show, the first hour or so, I would say, is going to kind of require you to have Peacock. Mm. So if you signed up for Halloween Kills or you just have it because of Comcast or everything like that, we're going to watch along with two of the early Halloween Havocs. We're going to watch the main event of the first Halloween Havoc, Halloween Havoc 1989. You can see it on Peacock. It's where the Road Warriors are on the on the uh, the thumbnail. And you're going to fast forward to a certain point, listener, and we're going to count you down from three and tell you when to hit play. The point you're going to fast forward through, and you may have to watch an ad to do this, you're going to go to two hours, 12 minutes, and 10 seconds. And then we're going to all hit play at the same time, and we're going to watch along. And me and Jackson Wells here are going to talk about what we're seeing. Right now, I'm seeing lights that look like stars. Yeah, it's those old lights, the old wrestling lights, the old boxing lights, any kind of indoor sporting event, usually wrestling and boxing. What I we were talking about this before we started recording and I said, "Why don't why aren't we talking about this like on the show?" Well, like, now we are. Well, uh so we were talking about just something's missing from All right, so so let, let's let's reset the table here. 1980 for me Ni between 1989 and 1992, I think were, it was a sweet spot in wrestling. It was, I think, I think they they were the best years. It was, they were very good years in wrestling. Yeah, absolutely. You had a lot of stuff with in WWF. You have, you know, uh, a lot of stuff with Hogan, Warrior. Who who else is there? R Randy Rude? Savage, Rick Rude. Yeah. Well, Rick Rude left WWF in '90. I want to say. Okay, late but still, 90. but still, we're talking '89 to '92. Yeah. So Jake the Snake is around. Ted DiBiase is around. Perfect. Mr. Perfect is is in his his heyday. Undertaker. The Undertaker debuted in 1990. Right now, now let's go over to WCW. You have 
Undertaker because he's mean Mark, he's yeah. mean Mark. Yeah, the Road Warriors. Road even though Warriors. they they jump too. They go to WWF in nineteen ninety. Sure, Steiners. The Steiners are in. They, they also yeah, jump in ninety three. Was it ninety late ninety two early ninety three? Yeah. Okay, well, so you know, we can look. I I can forgive if we go eighty nine to ninety three. And it's always fun. That's something that the new wrestling war, the AW. It's only been really one sided. But it, it would be fun if like an MJF showed up on Raw. It would be very fun if, like, WWE poached a few guys. I don't know if they will, but it would be fun if they did. I think that if they were to do it, the ones that would get a big pop would be MJF or, like, FTR. Yeah. Um, I don't think FTR is in any hurry to go back. No. But I don't think, I don't know. It's weird because it's like, they're not really using them great there. No, it seems like they're they're going to be in line for a tag title shot here soon, but. I hope. Yeah. They, they're, they in my opinion, the best tag team they, in the world. They are and the best tag team in the world. You know, it would be nice to see You hear somebody better. like JR putting over the Young Bucks talking about how the Young Bucks are the best. Like, how can you look at the Young Bucks and look at FTR and think that the Young Bucks are better? If you I, like that flavor of wrestling, then I, but you, th- you like that flavor that, of wrestling. That, that, surprises me that jr would and i think the hate goes too far with the young bucks like oh, I, I don't hate them. Do a million super kicks and all that but yeah man that that tag team cage match was good one of the best it was a great match one with, of the best the lucha brothers yeah the lucha brothers are very good too they, they are they are I, I lucha is my least favorite uh wrestling style but it's funny because i was reading an interview with brian cage and he was saying that like if lucha underground was around today that's where he would be yeah, a lot of people who Lucha Underground is one of those things where like if people like it, they really like it. Yeah, and and apparently he loved it, and it's funny because I liked it a lot. Like I liked that style. It was, it felt very Saturday morning, yeah, like live action cartoon. Yeah, was, AEW should do something like that. It was wrestling. It was over the top storytelling. People died. There were like immortal people. Right. Why can't they do that? It's you know what it, you know what it is. You know what it reminded me of when we talked recently about. Uh, uh, American Gladiators and the, the the knockoff one, Battle Dome. Battle Dome. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of Battle Dome with a little bit more like wrestling and and and, and uh, telenovela you yeah. know type shit happening. Like it was that something like that. Like it just f- had that feel to it where yeah. where it was like it was there was wrestling, but it was sto- like a story, like a like, yeah, they, like a they, movie. It was it was it was more episodic. It was more soap opery than most wrestling. Yeah. And um, Brian Cage is talking about that. And, and I think that that could that could totally work today. He also met his wife there. So that helps. He probably has very good memories of that place. Yeah, but I, I'm sure, you know, it's nice that he met his wife. There, no, I just mean, I think that, that that helps you, like, look back on things glowingly, too. But yeah, people no, be independent of that. Yeah, people also, love Lucha Underground. Look, what, are, what what's AEW doing with Brian Cage right now? Like, Nothing. what would you be doing with Brian Cage if you had that guy? Because he he look, let me tell you, he looks like a million bucks, but. But he also looks like he he looks like he's on steroids. Yeah. You know, like I'm, I'm sure he is, but he looks like he is because I'm sure there's a lot of other people that are, too, that don't look like they are. Right. You know. But he looks what like. What did Jim Cornette call Kenny Omega? Harpo marks if he went on the gas or something. But Kenny Omega doesn't look like he's on steroids to me. He doesn't. Like he just to me, he, he may be on them. We yeah. don't know who. It, Brian, That's what I'm maybe saying. Brian Cage is all natural. We can have our suspicions, but who knows? Yeah, no. <laughs> now I would bet my children that he's uh that he's on it, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't I think they should all be on it. I think everybody should be on steroids. It would make everybody look cooler. Uh 
And Jim Cordette would be happy about Jungle Boy. Yeah, Jungle Boy on the gas. It'll be... WWF would hire him tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But but you, we're talking about, uh, uh, like, people, I guess, people popping if they showed up on, on WWF, or WWE, rather. Uh, who? Who? Like, who would be that people would recognize because is the WWE uh, crowd familiar with MJF? I think that enough people would be that there would be a big pop and everybody else would be like, this must be an important guy. Right, right. But with Hangman Page. Yeah, that, that maybe less so him. Yeah. I mean, it's certain, it's certain people who'd already, who were already there, like if Jericho came back. Right. Or if somebody like that came back. Yeah. Well. Um, so right now in WWE, you don't have much going on, but you have NXT. Now, NXT for a while was the go-to brand for us. Like, that's just where we, we were like, yeah. yeah, that's the one we cared about the most. Yeah, it was. I It felt like old studio wrestling if you made it updated for the modern times. Right. And we had a lot of people come and go. And uh, then they changed the format recently. Yes. They it's made developmental again. Full-fledged developmental again. It's developmental. But now they, they were like, oh, your, your colors are black and yellow. Now it's white and like... Um, splattered paint splatter it's it's like it looks like 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 they were trying to do something with the disney channel yeah you know like very disney nickelodeon early 90s colors are i was gonna say the colors are 90s yeah early 90s yeah and it's uh it's it's silly and they're bringing in new people they're trying new things they're trying to skew younger uh but they brought in a new guy named braun breaker and Braun Breaker has been around, I guess, what, for a month or two now? Mm-hmm. And this dude is fucking intense. And he's a decent wrestler. Yeah, there's there's so much potential there. This guy's a star. If you're a wrestling fan and you haven't heard of Braun Breaker yet, I'm surprised. And check it out. That That is one thing that can make NXT worthwhile. It's, it's B-R-O-N as in Nancy, Braun. And then Breaker, it's B-R-E-A-K-K-E-R. Um, which would be his gladiator name. We established that in the first episode. Braun Breaker uh, is Bronson Rex Steiner. And he is the son of Rick Steiner and the nephew of Scott Steiner. I believe Steiner brothers. Rick Steiner will be in the second match we're doing a watch along of today. Well, that's why I'm bringing him up. Okay. Yeah, that's why I brought him up. Uh, and they're doing NXT uh, is doing Halloween Havoc. Yep. Next week. Mm-hmm. And the host of Halloween Havoc is going to be Chucky. Yes. <laughs> and Chucky, 23 years ago, was on Halloween Havoc in WCW and did a thing with Rick Steiner. Yes, he did. So it's 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 almost like it's coming full circle. And, Bra- uh, and uh, you pointed this out to me last night. Braun Breaker it's, is 23. He's 23 years old, yeah. How, how funny is that? That is hilarious. How funny is Maybe that? Maybe he'll beat up Chucky. The, to get revenge? Yeah, I'll give him like a belly-to-belly suplex or that would, something. That would be fucking hysterical. That would be great at that. Retribution. Beat up Chucky. Retribution. Yeah. But you like Chucky now. I do. He killed Cat. Because he killed a cat. He killed. I said he killed Cat. I don't know why I talk like that. Because he killed Cat. He killed Cat. He killed Cat. I like Kill Cat. Chucky Kill Cat. Chucky Kill Cat. That's a fucking cool and name. I don't care. Chucky Kill Cat and I don't care. Chucky Kill Cat and I don't care is going to be a t-shirt now. Okay. Coming soon to ProjectHumanoid.com. Chucky Kill Cat and I don't care. All right. Should anyway. we commence with the watch along? Yeah. So so uh, before we're, st- we're, you know, we're, we're talking about what what is different about like 
and, and I, I pointed something out. So as we're looking at the screen, I said, look at the stage. Look how far back the stage is compared to where it is today. Yeah, by the way, again, you should be paused on, it was a little while ago, so let's tell you again, two hours, 12 minutes, and 10 seconds. Right, around that, yeah. No, exactly that. Pause it right here, and when you hit, then hit play when we say to hit play. Okay. You, you yeah, need if, to you're, if you're at nine, if you're at, at, at nine seconds. I don't even want you to listen anymore. Don't even listen. Seconds. Yeah. Turn, turn this off. Piece of shit. Um, throw your phone down. Throw your phone away. And your throw your mother down, down the, the well. Okay. Oh. Um, yeah. So, uh, and the lights, everything about it just looked different. You know, maybe, maybe that could be replicated today. By the way, this is the very building where I saw my first ever live pay-per-view. Oh. This is the Philadelphia Civic Center. So I was here. I was here and I, I, I met uh, Bud Bundy. I met uh, Michelangelo, somebody who's in the Ninja Turtles outfit. Was, was I, he David Falsina or was he Bud Bundy? Was he in Gimmick? You know, I don't remember. Oh, okay. I know he signed it Bud the Stud, so I think he was in Gimmick. Yeah. Because there's going to be a signing around here where they're, uh, it's going to be too cold Scorpio, but he's going to be in the Flash Funk Gimmick. I would be like, hey, dude, for an extra five, can I please get can too I, cold? Can I talk to Scorpio, please? Yeah, can, can I talk to too cold? talk to him? Like, let, it, let, him, let him come out? That's a guy I should have talked to at the, the big thing they did in Hamburg over the summer. Okay. Too cold was there. I didn't, talk. I didn't really go on that side a lot. That was like the ECW side. Right. I was over with the old guys. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Let's. let's All right. Are we going to count them down now? Yeah, you do it. You, yeah, All right. You so this. get ready to press play. Again, you should be paused at two hours 12 minutes and 10 seconds of halloween havoc 1989 if you're not there pause the show and get there and then we're going to count you down from three here in just a moment three two one and we're ha rolling happy Hall oh, okay. happy birthday here comes the referee you know the referee for this match is right uh no i don't it is the living legend himself oh bruno's uh san martino yeah okay. not larry zabisco yeah bruno was in here right the dead and, living and, not, legend. and not and not ftr who now have t-shirts to say living legends oh really yeah because i remember zabisco used to be very litigious about that yeah well it says living legends oh okay so, the s makes it different yeah maybe yeah maybe they can get around it i don't know this was a big thing too i also i also think tony khan has the money to fight yeah larry zabisco this so. was a big or just say hey can we can we lease the name off yet this is a big thing too because bruno was such a wwf guy but this is when bruno was at odds with vince and so he was on the uh i think the turner had taken over by this point so he's on the turner show All right so now we are, uh, we're seeing muda gary hart and a uh, hat <laughs> and the dragon master is that the dragon master that is the dragon master okay also known as the other Kendo Nagasaki, the one that was actually Asian. Now here's Gary Hart. Uh, so underrated. Uh, of the people on this uh, stage right now coming down, the only one living is, is Muda, unfortunately. Unfortunately, he's, he's alive. Yeah, unfortunately, um, they're not all. No, I love the great Muda. I, the world TV champion. Muda is one of those guys that uh, you're like, I just, I need to see more, but I've, I loved him in WCW because they only used him sparingly, I mm -hmm. guess. Like, it was special when he was there. Is he the biggest star that never wrestled for WWF? <sighs> he may because Sting was for a while. Yeah. Yeah, it was always Sting. Um, 
Or is it like Kenny Omega? And I think Muda's bigger than Omega. Kenny Omega wrestled so. for... Uh, oh, he did. He wrestled for OVW and for stuff. For OVW. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. That, that, that counts. Yeah, Muda never if, wrestled for them at all. If you're on their... But I, you know what? I was going to say if you're on their thing, but no, because Muda's been on their on Peacock. Yeah, and Liger wrestled. Uh-oh, here oh, we go. the this legend. Crazy son of a bitch here. <laughs> he was middle-aged and crazy then. Yeah. He, he was literally calling himself middle-aged and crazy. It's uh, Terry Funk. It is, it is the Funker. And funk, so... Funk you. So the big feud here, there's mm-hmm. two big feuds here. Funk is feuding with Ric Flair because the match here is Terry Funk and the Great Muda, the JTEX Corporation, yeah. against Ric Flair and Sting. Ric Flair is a, uh, Doug Dillinger on TV. Uh, Ric Flair is a babyface at this point, a rarity in the 80s. And he's a babyface because after he beat Ricky Steamboat to win back the NWA world title, Terry Funk was one of the judges for the match because they said if it went to a draw, there was going to be judging. Funk was either one of the judges or an announcer. I think he was a judge. Hey, man. Great Muda, Terry Funk, and Bruno San Martino walk into a bar. I mean, that's that's what I'm looking at right now. Because these yeah. are three people that just should not be in the ring at the same time. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. This is a, a hodgepodge of like, hey, let's put the weirdest people uh, together for like a Hall of Fame. Well, Funk was a legend in Japan. But, I mean, Bruno went to Japan every now and then. Yeah. But, and then Muda and Sting refuting over the TV title here. Funk pile drove Flair on a table, and they they did a broken neck angle, and Flair recruited Sting to help him. And this is this is a big blow off. I don't know. If, or it was either this or the I Quit match was a blow off. I'm trying to figure out what the idea for this set was with the the big sh- white fucking. It was probably what do we have to make a set? Yeah. What what do we have handy? All what, right, and that's not going to kill the budget. So we got the Stinger coming out. He's got his yellow boots, black tights with the. Uh, a green scorpion and a multicolored tail. I was going to say an NXT 2.0 tail. Uh, I was going to say a pride tail. Okay. So, yeah, the the gimmick of this match is it's in the Thunderdome cage match. And the Thunderdome cage is electrified at the top. Electrified. And, and you, have, you have a guy in each team's corner. Gary Hart is in the Funk Muda corner. And then in the Sting Flare corner is Ole Anderson. And you only win by making the other team throw in a towel. Uh, and Sting is painted like a Picasso or uh, like like Disney. It's impressionist. Like, like, like the Mickey Mouse. Club. I don't Cubist Sting. Yeah, definitely not impressionist. Yeah. No. Who was um, who was the, the the guy that did all the warped uh, type? Uh, he, he he was Dali. Yeah. Dolly and there well who's the other guy too? Oh, Van, got Viro. It's Van Gogh and Dolly Dolly mixed. Van Monet, Goff. maybe? No, Monet no, was an impressionist. Monet was impressionist, yeah. And what, there's what, a chance. What robes he wearing? Okay, it's, blue I think it's just a blue one, yeah. Some robes of his, I I was just like, ah, it's not really impressive. I wasn't a big fan. Like this one. Because I like the big fe- I like the feathers. Mm-hmm. So this one, he's a little too, he's coming out with uh Oli, and he's he's jogging down. He's very excited to get to that ring yeah only may i think only was the booker at this point if i'm not mistaken or like the head of the booking i think he's committee. walking a little too fast for only that is definitely only oh uh, yeah uh, only is behind a gun sting sting that that hasn't happened yet rick flair that is slow down that is next halloween havoc we, we're, we're kind of skipping halloween havoc 90 in this watch along this is very weird to see sting and flair like hugging and, uh, and teaming 
Yeah. Now, what what year does does uh, Sting join the Horsemen? Uh, later this year. That was uh, shortly after this. So it's th- it was, okay. So this is building up to it. Yeah, because this is around the time that the Brainbusters are wrapping up in WWF. Okay. And so at the end of '89, the beginning of '90, they're coming back, but Tully fails the drug test, so it's just Arn that comes back. Okay. So it was supposed to be at some point Oli Rick. Arn and Sting, but then Sting wants a title well, shot. Well, wait a minute. They were they were doing drug testing at this point. Like you could something happened where I think I think Tully might have failed a drug test in WWF, and they knew he was on drugs. So they're like, let's fuck with him and have him do a drug test, so he doesn't get his gig. I thought th- I didn't know that they were drug testing back then. Not not all the time. There wasn't like universal drug oh, testing. Oh, okay. And he didn't fail for like stars. I think he fell for like failed for like recreation. And, and look drugs. at look at the traps on uh, Terry Funk, dude. Funk was in great shape here. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't crazy old. He was in his mid forties, I think. Or how? Yeah, he's not that much older than Flair, I don't think. Right. So Flair is, I think, forty or forty-one here. So Funk's not that much older than that. And this is one of the uh, memorable parts of this this pay per view here. The cage is being lowered very slowly, very very slowly. By the way, the ring announcer here, Gary Michael Capetta, the legendary Gary Michael Capetta, the best. But I, I, I know people are going to say. Uh, Howard Finkel's the best. I say you're wrong. I say you can't go wrong with with those two. And this was like Capetta's territory. He would before he was in NWA and WCW, he was the local ring announcer for the Spectrum show. And you know, you know my third. WWF. You know my third and probably fourth. Uh Dave Penzer, mm-hmm. I'm gonna guess. Uh fourth? That I don't know. Really? Yeah. ECW. Oh, Bob Ortiz. Bob Ortiz. Seriously. Bob Ortiz was a good ring announcer. He was good. He was fucking good. So this was uh, kind of ahead of its time. This is way before Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell is... The first Hell in a Cell match was, what, 96? Mm. So this is seven years before the first Hell in a Cell. And wait, wait, was Hell in a Cell... Uh, what was the one where Kane debuts? Hell in a Cell. It was a bad blood. Well, it was but that night- was 97. Oh, that was 97? Oh, yeah, 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 because it was the... It was a show where they announced Brian Pillman died. You always say '96 for some yeah, reason. Was, it's the only it was '97. Only day you get or date you get wrong. So yeah, so this is one of those cages. There's no roof on it. It's not like a war games cage, but it doesn't fit snugly around the ring. There's room to be outside the ring, right? And they also have it all dressed up. They have like a big power box looking thing on there because it's supposed to be electrified. They have vines and stuff on it, as you can see if you're watching along with us. Because they got it from the woods. Yeah, I don't know why. I guess they just wanted to make it look spooky. There's chains and whatnot. There's pyro coming off the cage. And that's very important because the cage is now on fire. There's a part of the cage you can see smoke billowing off in the far right-hand side of your of your screen because the cage is on fire. Which I don't think was intentional. It was, was it? not. Okay. It was not. Maybe don't set pyro off. There appear to be near- bat wings on the top of the cage. Your fabric. Well, I was going to say, why isn't there spider webs? But there are. Yeah. Okay. They should have had more. And big spiders. So Funk is now climbing up the cage. Te- he's doing the all. I'm going to test the strength of the cage. Everybody used to always do this. We is recently it- talked about this uh, cage in an episode of uh, Cheesesteak Suplex. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about the different cages. This is the Thunderdome. Now we're watching along with it. You get to see it for yourself. Terry Funk's insane. He is a crazy. Bruno's like, what are you doing? What are you doing, Terry? Uh, how long? Who? Oh, there's the fire. Okay, yeah, it was so on that side. 
You have a referee on the who's who's that referee? That is uh, Tommy Young. That is, is it Tommy the Young, legendary the Tommy legendary Tommy Young. Young. Okay, one of the maybe the greatest ref of all time. With all due respect to my good friend Earl Hebner. Um, I was and and you know who third probably is who's well who's third to you? I don't know. Red really? shoes maybe. The red shoes from New Japan. Yeah, red shoes is great. Ah, oh, get out of here. Oh, here goes Muda. He's gonna. Yeah, he missed. He's, he gonna, missed, he's trying that, to miss that's the, the fire. That's the best part. <laughs> Muda just misting the fucking fire. He wasted his mist. He might have more mist cartridges. Wait, 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 wait. wait we waited for how, how do you do? How do you do that? How do you do what? How do you? How's he missed? Where's he? Where's his mist cartridges? I don't know. What, how, what? They never really explained how. I mean, we know how they really do it, but they never really explain how they're able to do it. Like, do they say, oh, they sneak poison in their mouth, and they, or do they have some kind of like, do they have? They probably have like a, like a dragon. Do like, they have a venom sack? That, that's what it probably is. It's a surgically venom, implanted. But, but no, but how do they do it? Like, if you have to explain uh, to somebody that doesn't know, like to a civilian, you would load up uh, like a baggie or a condom or some kind of like little thing with basically food coloring, green food coloring usually, or whatever color Mister doing. Mm-hmm. And then you break it open in your mouth, and you then you spray it and spit it in somebody's face, or so. Where is he at a fire? If he's got to do one later, mm-hmm. he already used one. Uh huh. And he's going to do one later, most likely. You would think. Where is he hiding it? Um. See that now, I don't know. I'm not a wrestler, so I don't know all the, like the little secrets like that. I know for blading, a lot of wrestlers would keep it in their wrist tape if they had it. Right. So a lot of trunks back in the day would have blade pockets in the trunks. Yeah. I'm going to guess if he's doing it again, there's a mist baggie and it's being held by like Gary Hart or Bruno or somebody. Gotcha. Yeah, and he's going to get a pass from so, the manager. Somebody else has Because that'll it, happen yeah. a lot too. Like a ref will pass a blade or right. like usually, usually it's, especially something like that. Because if he's, if it's in his t- pants, it's going to, going to break if he bumps. Yeah. So. We have, uh, yeah. Oh, we have Terry Funk slamming Flair. Now Flair, uh, was in a plane accident in the seventies and, uh, Broke his back, and he still has a lump. Yeah, he always had that lump on his back. Yeah, and he when he lands, he likes to land on his side. It's weird too, like because yeah, tagging in and out. There still are some rules. It's not like a just throw throw. No, no, Flair just chopped him, and there, I don't know if there were flair, like woos in the in the crowd. I don't think they would woo along back in the day. That was a later thing. But they're definitely. Uh, is this a woo along that we're doing right now? This what, is a watch along. A watch along. Okay. Watch along. I always hated this too when Flair would wear the blue and then he'd wear those weird ass green green yeah. boots with the red uh RF. Mm-hmm. If we ever do this again, mm. we're gonna do it to uh Orange Cassidy matches. Okay. And Lance Cassidy from the WWF. And we're gonna call it Watch Along Cassidy. No. Okay. You don't like my idea? No, we're doing it now. Which Armstrong was it? Was that Steve Armstrong was Lance Cassidy? I don't remember Lance Cassidy. It was either Scott or Steve. I think it was Steve. Steve was the better one. He right? wasn't around. No, long. Scott was the better one. Scott was the one that became a ref forever. No, all right, then Steve. No, who was the who was the good wrestler? Steve was the one that was in the Wild Eyed Southern Boys and the Young Pistols. I think he was Lance Cassidy. No, Brad. Brad was, Brad was the best. Brad was the best. Brad was the best Armstrong. Yeah. I mean, unless you talk about charisma, then it was Road dog, Road dog Mile. Brian, yeah, and Bob. Bob was very charismatic. Right, Bob was very good too. Yeah, this is also very cool because of the bigger cage. You have cameramen inside the cage. Oh come on, Bruno, move! Yeah, Bruno might not be the best technical referee here. Tommy Young was as good as it gets for technique. Just because you're a wrestler doesn't mean you can be a referee. 
you know? Nice. He's great. He did, he did a reverse flare. He did it like, yeah, or the Greg Valentine, the slow, like, timber. Well, but, but Greg would do it like flare, where he goes on his, you know, on his face. On yeah. his face. Oh, <laughs> just flare pops just Muda. Smacked Muda. So, yeah, this was the first ever Halloween Havoc pay per view. They were trying to expand pay per views. The first one they did was Starcade, and then you had the Great American Bash pay per view, and they would do one offs like the Bunkhouse Stampede, and they did. There's so much uh, paint. There is a lot of paint, yeah. One painted guy on each team. Uh, I'm I'm waiting for uh for Terry Funk's left hand. Yeah. Terry Funk had great facial expressions too. Oh, that was a nice drop kick. Yeah, this is uh this is young vibrant sting. If you if you if you came into wrestling a little later than us, if you came in and like NWO times, you just remember Sting as the crow guy. This is this is what they would call surfer Sting. This is what I call John Laurinaitis hair Sting. <laughs> this is what I call the Sting I like. I like Sting. I like I like all the stings. Sting I like sounds like a like a band or something. You it's know? a Sting cover band, yeah. but it's only the cover band the Sting songs that we like we cover. We don't like the like oh 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 da- oh damn. All right, Sting. Sting's got some babyface fire here. Ooh. Look at that power. A military press slam. Look at that power. Ah, it just throws, throws a, him at Funk. Just throws a human man <laughs> at another human man. He's going out for a suplex. Oh, wow. He, oh, you just threw him behind him. That was a little unsafe. Slow down, Sting. So Muda here, I don't know if this is just him on loan or if he's still doing his excursion. He's very young here. And the Muda thing... In Japan, he usually wasn't the Great Muda. He would bust out the Great Muda every now and then, but it was usually just Keiji Mudo. Right. But yeah, they always, I, I think at this point was when they were saying he was the son of the Great Kabuki. Yeah, I remember you telling me that, that he was, you know, he didn't really do Muda over there. He was Keiji Muto. And it's like, what? Like, are you serious? But Muda's so yeah. much cooler than Keiji Muto. Yeah, but he, he would do Muda every now and then, a lot too, but like it wasn't his regular thing for, for the right. most part. But, and that's that, that, confused me because it would be like sting wrestling as steve borden and somewhere yeah. else like 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 in america like oh when he's when he's in you know here he's sting but he wrestles over there as steve borden yeah or or like it, it's like finn balor doing the demon exactly i think that was more of what it was like like oh shit's getting real it's, it's mood of time oh my god steve's turning into sting yeah yeah like okay but also japanese wrestling back then wasn't very gimmicky Oh, watch these. I don't trust these bars. I don't yeah. say, oh, watch these. This is 30-something years yeah, ago. Yeah, I, th- I think they all made it out okay. Yeah. I think everybody's still okay. Except Gary Hart. And Bruno. And Dragon Master. Yeah. There's probably a lot. I wonder how many people in that audience are dead now. Probably several. Let's ask. Let's ask every single one of them. It's in Philly, right? This was in Philly, yeah. I, I like I said, I, I was at the, at the Civic Center. I saw the Batmobile there. Uh, the... the uh, 89 Batmobile. Mm-hmm. So I was here probably. I was here the, the year that they're here. I was in that building that same year. I was around in, this time, too, dude. I think I was at a show they did not long either before or after this. Same. Yeah. I went to a. a I think it was before this because I think it was right around the time Crockett was selling. I think it was late 88. Okay. I went to a. Move, re- Bruno. Oh, wow. Muda was so good. <laughs> the height on that leg drop, those snap elbows are always great. The, one of the best yeah because the mat the one i went the, the to second the second best snap elbow is the rock yeah 
The the one I went to, the main event was Sting and Luger against the Road Warriors in an, elim- in an elimination match. I think it was I think it was like late eighties because I think Dusty was there too. Right. Or late eighty eight, I want to say. Yeah, I I was there. I was definitely there eighty nine. I was definitely there ninety. I was also there in ninety four for Slamboree, a Legends reunion. Yeah, I was never at WCW, so makes me angry that you went. <laughs> Makes me angry that I didn't go. Not that you went. It makes right. me angry that I didn't go. I'm a little jealous that you went. Uh, I don't. I don't know why I didn't. My dad was a big wrestling fan. What are they doing? Uh, it? Funk is choking. No, it looked like he was starting thing. to lift. Uh, I because Funk was grabbing the cage. I guess uh, he was okay. supporting himself with the cage Ooh, and not that like cage, actually stepping on Sting's throat. That cage shouldn't be moving like that. Then that seems a little flimsy. Take it up with the late Klondike Bill. He probably built this cage. Did Klondike Bill die? Klondike Bill is no longer with us. Really? Yeah. Mm. You hear a lot about Klondike Bill. Yeah, especially if you listen to Tony Schiavone's podcast. You always yeah. that Klondike Bill. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've, I've heard him on, you know, talked about on, with Jim by Jim Ross, mm-hmm. but mainly Schiavone. Because I think because he, he was the ring truck driver, but I think if they ever need, needed something made, he would make it. Okay. Like he was their props guy too. Just raining elbows on Sting now. He, he was. We've he entered was, the heat. He was like a crafty. Uh, um, oh God! See, this is why I'm bad at this because I can't think of this goddamn name. The dude Q? with Jericho. Oh, Ralphus. Ralphus, that's yeah. it. I was going to say Josephus. I had the ifs right. Josephus also no longer with us. Yeah. That's, just, that, that's that, a shame. That was man. really sad. He died around the same time that uh, uh, Brody Lee died. Yeah. Another suplex. Love suplexes, man. Just watch his head sting. Oh, damn. Nice kick. Muda is so quick in oh, here. What's he? Oh, okay. That that running bulldog bull, would be. I don't wide even. Call, open. I never call that a bulldog. Like I know a face it's smash. Or yeah, something? it's like a face because it's a bulldog to me. You have to do the arm around the neck. You know, like. By the way, if Dustin. you feel like you're a little out of sync, I'm going to give you a little time cue here. Sure. We are currently at two hours, thirty-one minutes, and thirty-five seconds. Right. Just a little time cue there. A little guillotine on the rope. I don't know if that's blood on his back or... I, yeah, I don't know if it's blood or Muda's paint. Makeup, yeah. But the paint was like that paint that would like come off in chips back then. Yeah, I always wondered what type of of. I think it, it was... Did um, they just use latex? I think it was latex, yeah. Yeah. Which I say you shouldn't use on, on yourself, but it was the best. Look how shiny it looked. It, 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 it just looked great. It didn't look... Now we're going for a finisher here. Like Darby, Darby Allen's got shitty makeup. Yeah, everybody has like the paint that like smears off on their opponent. You know man. who's pretty good at painting though? Fucking Jeff Hardy. Yeah, Jeff Hardy does great. The Balor paint always looks very good. Well, they, he has people for that. I know he had a, a girl that would do all his stuff uh, before when he was, you know, he would do like Venom and Carnage. I think it started with Carnage. Yeah, I think so. Now it looks like Sting might be cut on his shoulder. I'm not sure. They uh, at this point they were not for. Actually, I don't know if blading was banned here or not because. I know Turner did ban blading at some point. Why didn't they just use blood capsules? You would think. I, I don't. Th- it might have been a thing where they just didn't want blood on they their show. Blood. Yeah, it makes sense. If it happens, it happens. But don't yeah. make it happen. If you know. But yeah, Muda's face paint is red, so it makes it a little hard. No, no, Bruno's got. No, there's somebody's bleeding. At this point, somebody's bleeding. WCW's colors are blue, white, and yellow. Yeah, and at some point it becomes like almost like a purple. It becomes I think, purple. Too. It yeah. does. It does become purple and yellow become the colors. But I think that when they were doing like NWA towards, uh, I guess it was still Crockett at this point, 
not not at this point that we're watching now. This is what what is this? Is uh, this WCW? It's, it's I think the company is called WCW at this point, but he, but Flair is still the NWA champion. Okay. And he'll continue to be until about, or the, the champion will be the NWA champion until about 1991. So maybe like 87, 88 when it's NWA. Uh, I remember they had a green ring na- uh, ring apron. Yeah, that was before this. <clears throat> no, actually, the, uh, the it goes from NWA champion to WCW champion, like, yeah, late 90, early 91, because Flair beat Sting after, I think it was early 91. He beat him in Jersey, actually, at the uh, Meadowlands. And Flair was the final NWA champion of that that run, and then the first WCW champion. They're going up the cage here, and the cage. Oh, yeah, Eric, there it goes. Muda got shocked because the top of the cage is supposed to be electrified, and, oh, sh- and they forget that later. Oh, really? So obviously, they didn't really electrify the cage. So at this point, Muda remembers the gimmick. No, 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 no. Like I guess it, I think it's supposed to be like where it starts to curve at the top of the cage. It curves. I think if you touch that, it's supposed to shock you, but then people are up there all the time later. Okay. Unless it's just supposed to be like that one little part in the Well, centers. no, what I'm saying is, is he, he acted like it was like he got shot. Yeah, yeah. So, so he remembers at that point. Well, yeah, they, if, you're, if you're saying the cage is electrified, somebody's got to get electrocuted. Like, that's you have to pay off the gimmick right, at right. some but, point. But you said that later on that they forget. Yeah, I think they do. I think Sting does, actually. Yeah, so Muda remembers and Sting forgets, and Muda's just a better person. Yes. Uh, I thought he was going to pull Terry Funk's pants down. Yeah, they like to show ass. Flair did a lot. When he was a heel, It was back yeah. then it was always Flair and DiBiase would always do the thing where their trunks could pull down and you would see their ass. Yeah, Muda's... This is the other thing, too. Like, your face paint would slowly chip away. Maybe it was Funk that... Yeah, it was Funk that forgot it was supposed to be electrified. Yeah, because he's, he's grabbing the top Or his now. gimmick is he's Terry Funk. He doesn't care if he gets electrocuted. Maybe it's just not working right now. Yeah. He found the spot that somehow... He found a dead spot. Yeah, that's... There's a random dragon in the corner. Yeah. Oh, oh Flair swinging like Tarzan He is now. Tarzan. He is George of the Jungle. He's Jungle Jim Steele. This is before Jungle Jim Steele. Oh. Please do not hang him from there. Up. Oh, Another military press, press, press slam or gorilla press slam. I think they would always say military press. I like Jim to Ross. call this a Bobby press slam myself. Oh, he's, he's got his finger in his ass. <laughs> I think he's he's given him this. The, what is uh, he going to do with it? He doesn't know what he's going to do. It, I think he was a, he, he was acting like he was going to pre- throw him like outside the ring, and Bruno's like, "You can't do that," because right. apparently this match has rules, even though you can't. Bill, is Bill Watts in, involved? Giant booger in Terry Funk's nose. Uh, no, no. Um, okay, so, so you can go off the top, or yeah, you can go off the top. Over. This match was supposed to be no DQ. Like you could only lose by your your corner man. I think they called him the Terminators. By your Terminator throwing in the towel. I think that was the only way you were supposed to be able to lose this match. Oh, Muda's going under the ring now. Oh. Uh-oh. It'd be cool if, like, a masked Muda came out and he just, like, had somebody else. <laughs> oh, yeah, the... the, the I mean, it's a little late to talk about this, but the the, the gear that Muda would come out and always look great. The hood and the, the full robe thing and the pants. Yeah. Oh, he's out. He's back. Oh, I wonder if he went under to get a mist bag. Maybe, maybe that's where he was hiding his mist. <laughs> he didn't think to just hand it to Gary Hart. Yeah, he likes to play the game of hide the mist. Yeah. 
But you're probably right. Or he had a pee. Yeah. <laughs> Just roll, roll under the ring randomly to piss. Yeah, Muru's paint is almost completely gone now. So that, that paint always looked good, but it never lasts. Sting's swinging on the vine now. Cage is totally not electrified. I like I like that they have like little things like, all right, over in this corner, we're gonna have a rope for you to swing if you want to. It's like it's like a playset. This will that's what it's gonna be like on the match we're watching after this, the Chamber of Horrors well, match. Oh, they're, oh, they're going right. Great camera work. There you yeah. go. Yeah, he, he's he's doing you know doing the spin to uh to lock in the figure four and then as soon as he goes to do it they cut to uh sting holding a rope yeah oh oh he just sting just swung and kicked terry funk who did not sell <laughs> well you can't sell so much when you're trying to not fall off a cage no just fall off the cage yeah it's funk they he, should have had a table he, he's there. done worse they weren't really doing table spots like that then no but but if 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 it were today there would have been a table there and he would have went through the table and that would have been a nice spot like he swings, yeah. kicks him, and then he falls into the table. That would have been great. Yeah, there's not as much room, it looks like. There would have been enough. Uh, oh, there's no spot a, for a table. For yeah, a table, but it's not yeah. as much room as like a Hell in a Cell match. Oh, nice kick to the, the back of Flair. And Flair's selling his everything but the head that he just got kicked in. So I don't understand that. But I guess he's selling it like it's a shock to his body. Yeah, he got kicked in the back or the upper back oh oh okay so sting's leg is grapevine through or like looped through the bar and terry funk is wrapping the rope around it he's like tying his foot mm -hmm. <laughs> okay great heel work and and, and footwork yeah and and uh and muda's got the indian death lock applied we're not allowed to call it that the native death lock no I, what kind of indian were they talking about at this point oh i, like I believe they're talking about american indians native americans oh were they believe wahoo mcdaniel was one of the people that popularized that move. Gotcha. Oh, now he's got it into the. Uh, was that a surfboard of some sort? Well, I mean, it's a it's a Indian death lock, and then he bridges back into a face lock, yeah, or a chin lock. How 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 far great is was that? Muda? That's my impression of this match. Before. How great was Muda back then? Like, yeah, he's young here. He's the kid in this. Oh, here comes Oli. He's probably talking about how shitty Terry Funk, how shitty of a job Terry Funk did tying that knot. This matches the shits, is what he's saying right now. None of you know how to work. I like the way he's dressed, though. He's got the uh, he's got the black button up, tucked into uh, to his gray trousers yeah, and, and suspenders. Oh, oh, here we go, Spike, Spike pile driver. Yeah. Ah, uh, they could have. He should have jumped with it a little bit. He just fell with it. I, I guess he was trying to be really safe. And again, and Muda just pile drive pile, pile drove nobody. So and I and this is at a time where they're still selling. I'm sure if we were listening to the commentary here, Jim Ross would be talking about how Ric Flair is recuperating from a broken neck. Ric Flair is recuperating from a broken neck. Remember, he had that yeah. real high pitched. Uh, and I don't know who, but somebody is lacerated. He would always say lacerated. He would never say they're bleeding. He's always lacerated. He's probably responsible for WWE's uh terminology to this yeah. day because he he does have a little bit more of a broad uh vocabulary yeah, he sounds more intelligent than some wrestling announcers yeah uh he's a smart guy he really is mm -hmm. i listened to him enough and i'm like oh wow that was incredibly high. athletic by sting yeah that was pretty high jumping off the cage it well into the ring over the top rope now what's funny is if this was a, a smaller cage and he would have jumped at that same height. People would go crazy. Yeah. Talking about how high he jumped. 
and not talk about how high he jumped from from that height because he wasn't all the way at the top. So now Muda's grabbing the same spot almost he grabbed earlier, but now he is not being shocked. He's not being well. It's broken now. It's got to yeah. be off. Terry Funk must have shorted it out. Right. I have no idea what Muda's doing. Well, that's what I would. If I were Jim Ross, and I don't know what Ross is saying at this point, but I would say Terry Funk must have shorted it out. Because that's what he, again, high pitched. Terry Funk is now injured. Nice He's, flare chop. Oh, flare's working, working that other, leg. The other leg, too. Well, it was, it was the right leg that was hurt. Now it's the left leg. It's like, oh, yeah, that's right. We worked the left side. Oh, shit. Everything from the left side. I love this. Oh, when he just dropped the knee the, on the knee? Yeah, like that knee breaker. What do you call that? What's that? I think it was called a knee breaker. Is it just a knee breaker? Okay. Uh, Muda is up in a corner. He he should just be wearing a ghillie suit at this point. Yeah. This is cool. Oh, he crotched himself on the cage. Al. Yeah, because obviously we hope a lot of you are watching this, but if you're not, uh, the bars in this cage are very, very big. It's like a bigger, not blue cage. Right. If you think of the big blue cage from WWF in the eighties, like they have the, the big, the big, because the idea is you want to climb to the top and some people have big feet like Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. So you needed, that was a nice uh, spin kick there. God damn what it was good. There, there's a lot of snap. There's a lot of speed. Everything it does looks just quick crisp. and crisp. Yeah. Uh Oh, I was going for the moonsault. This was high level, high flying right here in 1989. This was the apex. This is like somebody doing like a get a the Phoenix fucking flash camera now. on him. Oh, he got crotched, and you didn't see it. They missed it. No, they didn't miss it. They missed. They it. missed it. Oh, Flair's go for another figure four because he's been working that leg the whole time. Psychology. What's that? That's <laughs> what they used to do in wrestling. Here we go. Now Flair. Used to Flair. Uh, Flair's got funk down in the figure four. Sting's about to turn Sting's- heel. He's going to elbow drop Flair. I don't think he is. I think he's oh. going to hit Funk. Big splash? Yeah. Yeah, big splash on Terry Funk. Oh, come on, Terry. You should sell a little bit better than that. The crowd is going banana. They are. And Bruno is in the way again. Gary Hart is just there. Oh, Sting's doing it again. Gary Bruno, Hart- move! Gary Hart and Muda are confirming, saying, go help him. Bru- is Bruno... Oh, oh, oh shit. He went after Bruno, don't do that. <laughs> and Gary Hart is on the ring apron. He's thinking. Oh, there goes the towel, I think. No, no. Now you got Funk pulling in. Oh, Ollie hit Gary Hart, and Gary Hart, the towel just went flying. Uh oh. The baby face is cheated. Well, because it's Ollie. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Flair does turn heel shortly after this. Very shortly after this. Right. Because the, uh, the star kid after this was the Iron Man thing they did. It wasn't a very good concept. It was like a four-man round robin, and Sting beat Flair to win it, and they were both horsemen. So Sting's like, I won. I should get a title shot. And they're like, you want a title shot against Rick? You're out of the horsemen. Nobody you, goes against against Rick. Against? Against Rick. You know what they should do? Every every referee, I mean, uh, um, I'm sorry, manager now, from here on out, mm-hmm. Should be required to go if you're your manager. You have to have a manager's license. You also have to have a towel. Yeah, with you at all times. So like you go out there if you're gonna be out there with with your guy, mm-hmm. you ha- or or girl, you have to have a towel so you can throw it in. So you can throw the towel in. Yeah, you have to have it. That should be like a requirement. 
By the way, where did uh, Muda hide his other mist? He didn't have more mist. He didn't have more mist, yeah. So, or maybe he did. We, yeah. if if they didn't throw in the towel, we could have gotten to that. So. All right. So that is uh, that is the Thunderdome cage match from Halloween Havoc 1989. Yeah, I was nine years old. I was a mere nine. I was a mere six. I was a scant of a boy. I was a, uh, I was a wee little fella. You were a scunt of a boy. Is that a real word? Scunt. Yeah. Hmm. It is now. Depends on where you're from. So now we're going to find Halloween Havoc here. Maybe easier said than done. WCW series and specials is probably on there. Halloween Havoc. So what we're going to do now. Is, is, is actually be able to click on the Halloween, for Halloween Havoc. Havoc. It's there here. we go. It's the one where Sting looks like he's straining the shit. Yeah. And then, oh, here's another Sting. I guess it just associates Sting with... Uh, I'm trying to think. I think Sting may be in the match we're going to watch here. This is Halloween Havoc 1991. Okay. The the thumbnail is Lex Luger and Ron Simmons. Yeah. Uh, but as it says in the description, two teams take their battle to the terrifi- to terrifying levels in a Chamber of Horrors match. Okay. And that's where we're going to go now. I think this is the point. I want to say at this point, Kip Fry is in control of WCW. Uh, it's before Bill Watts comes in. Bill Watts is coming in shortly thereafter. And where are we going to go to? We're going to go and, and, to... And speaking of Kip Fry, I have hot fries. That's Kip, what I'm going to have. Kip now. Fry gonna, and hot fries. I'm going to snack a little bit as we're doing this. Oh, I just saw a doula. So we're going to go to four minutes and ten seconds. And now at this point, WCW realizes that they should do scenes. Like we yeah. should do like a set for this. Yeah, we should make our pay-per-views look like a high school play. Right. And why wouldn't you? Uh, and so they have a, uh, a creepy house. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it, uh, you can tell it's painted. It's just, you know, it's, it, it, that's what it, you're exactly right. It's, it looks like it's just a high school, uh, stage. Yeah. And there's, there's painted, uh, it, it, it looks like it's framed like a cemetery gates. And then in back of it is some kind of creepy house. And then there's headstone, like, uh, headstone. What do you call it? Tombstones. Head, headstones. Tomb- yeah. Headstones. Tombstones. Same thing. And then you have, uh, Minnesota twins. Yeah, I think, they, I think they had just won the World Series. If I'm All not right, mistaken. let's. If you can click on a thing so I can read them. I'm trying. Okay. You're broken. Oh, you almost got it there. Here lies Keith, which I'm going to guess is a uh, reference to Keith Mitchell, Keith who was Mitchell. a producer there. Right. Uh, Bear, he was full of hot air. I don't. I, I think one says Paula, one says Grace, one says yeah. Mike. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of these are going to probably be like those. A lot of them are going to be like inside jokes, I think. Yeah, and a lot of those old, uh, like an Amish show's old rhyming. Yeah. Uh, tombstones you would see in like. Um, Minnesota Twins, I think that might be. I think they played the Atlanta Braves in the World Series that year. And that's probably why they're the Twins on there. Gotcha. Because Ted Turner on the Braves and WCW. Let's get right into it. We're at four minutes, ten seconds. We're going to count you down. This is the Chamber of Horrors match. I believe the same cage, but a little bit different concept here. So we're going to hit play at four minutes and ten seconds in three, two, one. And we're going. And there's Pyro coming out of the WCW logo. Here we go. There is Pyro shooting out of our WCW logo here. I hope it doesn't catch fire. No. They learned their lesson, right? All right. Now I'm waiting for the... Is there a teacher on the side? Telling the students, I, I, bl- I believe something will actually catch fire. Okay, later now, on. now above the door, there's a little sign that says WCW, and it looked, it was the worst thing ever. Oh, here's the. So there is the the, uh, the electricity. The this is a this is an eight man tag, and there's Ellie Gante, who you know later as Giant Gonzalez, 
a few years uh, mm-hmm. later, what, two years later? Yep, Ellie, he becomes Jai Gonzalez very soon. Gary Michael Capetto seems to be dressed like a ringmaster. Not the ringmaster, a ringmaster. And that, that lever they saw, somewhere in the, in the middle of this match, a chair of torture, which is not an electric chair, will come down and you win by putting one of your oppo- opponents in the chair of torture. And look at this guy here with his backward singlet. Big Van Vader. Vader, again with his sing. Why Why would he do that? I don't know. I love that helmet mask thing he had, though. Yeah, his, his mask mask that he wears, the strap thing, whatever that is, is amazing. Yeah, this is relatively early on in the strap mask. Because right before this, he's wearing the full mask, I think. Right. Yeah, it's the, the black mask with their... Oh, Scott Hall. The diamond stud is in this match. Coming out with his leather pants that come Looking off. Looking very like Razor Ramon here. Well, he would do a lot of the same mannerisms. Yeah, he did like the, the. He's got the toothpick, the toothpick, the jumping thing when yeah. and then he puts the arms out. He did that. He did a lot of that stuff. But yeah, he's a little bit more razor here than he was earlier. You know. Uh oh. And there's uh, is Cactus that Cactus Jack. or is that Chainsaw Charlie? That is Cactus Jack. Oh, Chainsaw Charlie was in the other match, and it was Terry Funk. Yeah. Um, Cactus Jack's coming out with his uh, a lot of leopard. A lot, a lot of leopard in this one. It's very or, leopardy in this one. Or is this, uh, or is it cheetah? Or is it uh, that's cheetah? I think it's cheetah. I think it might be leopard on top and cheetah on the bottom. Hmm. And the final participant, you know him well, your old friend, my old friend. Oh no, wait, what? It's the Steiner, the Steiner brothers. You thought it was Abdullah? Yeah, he's in this match. I'm, I'm sure of it. I'm sure he's in this match. Well, what are the Steiners doing here? They're on wait the other team now. If, if. If Bron Breaker, because oh, Eligante came out already. Listen, if Bron Breaker doesn't wear that singlet in uh, for NXT that his father's wearing here, Rick Steiner, the th- orange one, that's going to be like so upsetting. Okay, so they're coming out. Okay, because Eligante came out and then Vader, they're they're bringing him out in stages. So yeah, so now we're going to probably get Abdullah. Yeah, there's Abdullah. There's your there's your guy. Then yeah, they're not bringing out the teams in um Larry in, in order here. Yo, where? So uh, Abdullah, he's probably like in his mid fifties here, and Th- that's insane. That's insane that you look at this guy. Now listen, he's an older black gentleman that <laughs> he is in his fifties here, probably right. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know if he has Hep C yet. Probably not. Probably. Oh, here comes and the there's stinger. the United States champion Sting, the the best title of all. Oh, and it just fell, fell off. He would lose he's, that title not too long after. He's this. so he's so excited. He's a fiery baby face. So those are your teams. It's Sting, the Steiners, and Eligante against Cactus Jack, Abdul, the Butcher, the Diamond Stud, and Vader. Those are your teams in this match. That's a that's a decent... Oh, you and, got Sting and Cactus fighting on the and ramp. And Abdullah is slowly making his way up the stage, too. Oh. Uh, okay, it, here we go. It's so, a so if, uh If... Abdullah wanted to get a little uh, rough with somebody for some reason. Yeah, you don't do that to Rick Steiner. You don't do that with... Yeah, I was going to say, you're not going to do that to Rick or Scott. Do it to Sting. Sting didn't have that tough guy reputation. I'm sure he could hold his own. Right, but he he would probably be a little bit more forgiving. Yeah. Rick Steiner has a chainsaw. That is terrifying. That is very terrifying. That is terrifying. If if Braun Breaker doesn't come out with a chainsaw and that headgear for... I just want him to dress just like that for Halloween. (laughs) uh, For Halloween. That would be great. All right, Sting's just beating everybody with something. Oh, it's Abdullah's it's a stick that Abdullah staff. brought out. Yeah, yeah. And there's just there's, so there's coughing so, all around the uh, ring. All right, let's 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 give you a little background on Abdullah the Butcher. Oh, this real is quick. the referee camera. 
Okay. The helmet cam for the referee. It's like a GoPro from 1991. Yep. Uh, Abdullah the Butcher is uh, a Canadian gentleman, um, black Canadian man, who whose gimmick is that he's from, I guess, the Middle East. Yeah, the Sudan. Oh, is yeah. he from the Sudan? Yeah, the madman from the Sudan. That's right, the Sudan, I'm Which sorry. Is in North North Africa. North Africa, right. So one of those coffins outside, there's a guy in there, and this guy's about to be slammed through a coffin, or on a coffin. There's just a random jobber who's now getting pummeled by the Steiner yeah, brothers. Yeah, what, 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 what's that? What? Who? Why? Uh, he was in the coffin. They opened the coffin. There was a guy in there. There's just people. Yeah. Why didn't they decorate this cage? They don't have uh, chains and... They didn't want fire. Yeah, they don't have uh, uh, webs. No, they don't. It's very sparse. It's bare. But there's a lot of coffins around the ring. Right. There and, there will, we, and there will very we, soon be a chair of torture. We can't give you uh, spider webs and chains, but we got coffins and cages. Something just fell off the top. I of the saw cage. that, like a netting or something. Looks like it might be slightly no. It's the same size. It's probably the same cage. I'm guessing. Vader already lost his mask. Yeah, the mask is completely off. Oh, that was awful. Well, Sting also bounced his arm off of Vader instead of taking it to him. And the cage this time, I don't think, is electrified. They routed that power to the chair, is what I believe happened here. Okay. <laughs> the chair of torture. There's a nice springboard by Sting. Oh, wait, there is a random chain hanging. Yeah. I just saw uh, hanging from, from the cage. There it Ref is, the I. referee camera. Oh, referee. <laughs> Did it referee, referee? Yeah, that's it. A... I like that they also had to take off a part of the uh -oh. ramp. Here we go. Oh, uh, are they doing this on purpose? Oh, the chair uh, of torture is here. Somebody will be put in that chair. That's how you went. They're going to kill Cactus Jack. They're, Rick Steiner is trying to murder Cactus Jack right now. Yeah, the, the ref just had to be like, hey, dude, get out of the way. What the fuck? <laughs> that was coming down a little quick. Well, they were going to do this uh, off the top. The Steiners were going to do the... Uh, the Bulldog. Yeah, that was their big finish. But they ended up doing a... Um, like a... DDT, I think. Yeah. So now it's it's a little tough because it's an eight-man tag, so the ring's already crowded. And now there's a giant, there's a smaller cage, like a shark cage, in the middle of the ring with an electric chair inside that they call the chair of torture. And what's the thing on top of it? It's a door. It's a door you can lower Elegante's head is almost at the top, so... Rick Steiner's about to be executed. Okay. But he kicks Vader in the gut. Vader, by this time next year, will be the... Uh, no, he won't be the champion next year at this time. Ron Simmons will be the champion. Vader will have already been champion, though. Now, uh, now, uh, Vader currently is... He, he's passed. And Eligante is gone. Uh, yeah. Abdullah's somehow still alive. <laughs> Sting just okay. throws a coffin lid up in the air and lets it drop on Cactus Jack's head. Why not? How old is Abdullah? Is he in his 80s? I don't know. That's a very good question. Here come the uh, the ghouls with a, a stretcher. And the one the one guy, they're supposed to be like zombies or something. The one guy's just talking. They're like, oh, okay, this is where we have to kneel. But the one guy's just talking. Like, he doesn't give a shit. Yeah, Abdullah the Butcher, 80 years old. 80 years old. 80 years old. In insane. Yes, he is also insane. So he's like, yeah, he's I like believe. he's like 50 here. Yeah. 
He's climbing the cage. You, you'd think at this point, like, you really worried, because he's a very large man, mm-hmm. <clears throat> well over 400 pounds here. And you'd think he smoked cigars. He had uh, he had his house of ribs and Chinese. Uh, hey, food. look, somehow Scott Hall's also in the front row. <laughs> he had uh, a Chinese place. So I'm sure he didn't eat well, smoke, you know, had Heb C. Mm-hmm. And he's still alive at 80 years old. Now, with that said, you know, we'll, we'll jinx him. They just, Scott Steiner just broke a stick over Cactus Jack's head. And he's got a crimson mask because it looks like he borrowed Muda's face paint. Yeah. So uh, here's the thing about Abdul, though. He is Canadian. So <clears throat> Something with Canadians. Yeah. Maybe it's all that health care they have. I don't think so. He hasn't lived he, in, he has he, lived he in Canada here. in some time. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if they had uh, socialized luck, luck medicine. Luck of the draw, man. Yeah, it is. that's basically luck what Luck of the is. draw. We say as one of us eats hot fries and the other one of us drinks a beer. Well, <laughs> got to do what you got to do, right? <laughs> what are you drinking? I am drinking Yingling Hershey's Chocolate Porter. Do you have another one? Uh, no, I do not. Oh. There are some in the refrigerator downstairs. Oh, I thought you would have brought them all up. I wonder who that masked man is. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably like uh, Paul Roma or something. I think Paul Roma was in WWF at this point. Okay. I think if this this is 1991. Do they have to tell who is who? Because it could be Paul Roma. No, maybe Power and Glory was done by this point. 1990, I know Power and Glory. But let's just say he's contracted by WWF Mm -hmm. at this point. But he comes here as a extra, mm-hmm. at something like that. How would WWF ever find out who That's that true, was? That's true, yeah. You're taking a risk, but yeah, how would you ever find out conclusively? How would you ever find out? You just say, oh, no, that was somebody else. That was just a guy. That was uh, Raul Poma. Raul Poma. Yeah. Oh, look, we get to see a little bit of how the stage is constru- uh, constructed. Yeah, this the, is like the ramp, rather. behind we, the ramp. Ooh, we never see that. Underneath the ramp. That should be like a uh, tell-all book about the history of WCW set design. By Klondike Bill Jr. Yeah, the classic A-butcher on the uh, Abdullah tights. Sting is in the chair of torture, but Scott Steiner's saving him. And if you only know Scott Steiner's Big Papa Pump, he may be unrecognizable to you. He's big, but he's not as big as he would be later. He's medium Papa Pump. Yeah. Is with uh, Braun Breaker becoming a big star. The the chair is on now. The switch has gone down. The chair is on. As you can see, the off is the top position, and the the the, uh, the switch has fell down. It was not well made. They should have had to throw the switch up. That is something that uh, Mick Foley references in his book. He he talks about this match and have a nice day. And I think it was also prominently featured on WrestleCrap. Eligante is so big, he grabbed Diamond Stud on the cage from the ring. That's how big his wingspan is. By the way, Diamond Stud is a legit six foot five. Yeah. Eligante is a legit seven foot four. Or five. I think he's taller than that. I think he was... He was eight feet tall. No, he, I think he was legit... Or he like, was seven five or seven six. I thought seven seven uh, or no. seven eight. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure he was seven five. If you go to Wikipedia, there's a listing of the tallest basketball players ever. Yeah. The tallest ones are George Murashan and I believe Manute Bowl. And 7'7 seven, seven is what he's being billed as. Billed as. How tall is Jorge Gonzalez? 
Uh, Guinness World Records measured him officially at 77.25. Oh. So you're wrong. I'm right. Again, I'm right. You owe me a beer. I think that's how it works. They're down in the first. Oh, look. So Sting's uh, paint is peeling off. So Abdul is like, I'll give you some of my blood. Yeah. Hopefully this is his, the... His blood is pouring onto Sting. Hopefully this I is think. the cleaner Abdullah blood. Yeah. Let's hope. Well, you don't hear about Sting having hep. You don't. Uh, by the way, Abdullah the Butcher has his pants pulled up to his titties. He does. So he was a trendsetter. You see how a lot of these girls wear their mom jeans really high today? Yeah. And they're like, oh my God, that's so cute. And it's not. It looks like, you know, 50 pounds of farts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you're, That's my band's name. And your and your britches. It's 50 odd pounds of farts. And your britches. In my britches. I wonder who the, uh, which one of these guys, like as a wrestler, we may know. Yeah. Or became something. This is in Florida, so it's probably like a lot of local Florida guys. Right. Abdullah's got a spike. That's why everybody's bleeding. Abdullah's got a fucking spike. He legit stabbed me in my fucking uh, lip. Yeah, with a what, a plastic fork? Yeah. Some kind of fork. I don't know if it's plastic or metal. I was wearing my North Carolina hat and a chaps like pullover uh, hoodie. Mm -hmm. Cactus. Oh, the, 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 the switch just fell back down. I think we're getting close like to the finish Cactus here. is like trying to switch it. Cactus is to kill me. I, I, it's all going to be worth it when I become mankind in a few years. He fixed the switch. It's back up. He's the only one that cares. Look, <laughs> it's not even plugged in. It's not. Look, the wire. The, 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 the wire goes nowhere. The wires is hanging down. With, but where's it going to plug into the chair? The chair was up in the ceiling a few minutes ago. It, what is it? Wireless electricity? No, it should. The the box. Oh, you're talking about. Okay. How is it? Plugged the chair in? itself is. It came from the ceiling. Right. It's not plugged in anything. There, well, there, there should holes. be. They should be a wire going up that we yeah. that we don't see from here. There wasn't. Are, are you sure? I didn't see one. I don't see a wire either, but. I think they're putting us on. Hmm. I'm writing. I'm writing to them. I think Cactus jumped the finish a little. I don't think he just went up to fix the, the box. I think a referee is over there finishing it now, or fixing it now. There's just a lot of people being beat with sticks over here. Yeah, there's only so much you can do because there's a giant fucking cage in the middle of the ring. Right. Like, you can't really wrestle And there's, and there's a lot of people. There's cameramen. Oh, they're, they're getting Rick Steiner. Rick Steiner is going to get electrocuted. Rick Steiner will die tonight. Boogie, boogie, boogie. This is an alternate timeline where Braun Baker was never born. Because Rick died here. He got electrocuted to death. Weird thing is, Braun Breaker was not alive here. No, he far from it. He was a few years away. Oh, that's Nick Patrick with the referee camera on. Is it Nick Patrick? It doesn't I look like so. him. And look, oh look, there, there's a no. Are that's Nick, to... that's Nick Patrick out there. I oh believe. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know who that referee is. I don't think it's Randy Anderson. I know Randy Anderson's right there. On the that's outside. Randy Anderson outside. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who the ref inside is. Oh, poor maybe it's Nick Patrick. I I I can't fucking. Tell. Uh, Cactus is going to throw the switch. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Cactus is still waiting. There we go. Okay. Rick Steiner reverses. I'm going to throw the switch now. Abdullah's, Abdullah's caught. Cactus is just standing there. He looked over. Poor Cactus. He's mortified. All right. Do it, Cactus. Fry your partner. It's time. Somebody yelled at him. Go home. Oh no, fireworks. This is so bad. It is, it is. This is so bad. This is why this is in WrestleCraft. But they have set something on fire. The ring is now on fire. 
and Scott's getting the fuck out of there. It's not even connected. The helmet part is not even connected. It's not even on his head. He, he's flopping around. The ring is on fire. The, Cactus is, I think he left. He died of embarrassment. He gave his notice. He, he just went to Kip Friends like, I quit. I quit. Maybe that's why he jumped off the cell years later. He just remembered this. Yeah, there's no ECW yet, but I'm going. I'm going to TWA. Get Eddie Gilbert on the phone. Abdullah's dead. Abdullah has died. Vader's like, oh shit, Abdullah died. They're like, Cactus, I think he killed Abdullah. He's like, I know, I'm, I'm going to kill myself next. They're just staring at Abdullah like, oh shit, he died. He's breathing a lot for being dead. They're blinking. Yeah. He's in REM sleep. He's having a dream. Oh, so wait, wait a minute. Getting elect <laughs> electrocuted just like makes you tired? Maybe this is what like revitalized him. Why maybe, did they why did they pick the fattest guy to do this? Maybe he was having a heart attack and they brought him back to life. It's the chair of defibrillation. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's get into an electric chair. Maybe this chair made him live to be 80 years it's old. It's the chair of immortality. Okay, so they're lifting the cage now at this point. Yeah, now there's just a smaller cage. Yeah, they should lift him. They don't. I, I We're keeping this on for a reason. He should still be watching for a reason. The other heels are just like, Cactus is like, just... I'm looking for a wire that connects to... There's not one. Are you sure? Wait, no, there's wires. Look. There's wires around. But no, there's not... wires that go up to the cage. Look, they go from the chair to the cage right here. Hey, that cage, but not the bigger cage. No, it goes up. How does it connect to the power box that they flip the switch on? Because the power box, look, it's got to go, the wire's got to go all the way up to the catwalk, right? Okay. And oh, then he's awake. He's alive. Oh, it just turns on Cactus. Oh, he's, it made him, it turned him baby fit. <laughs> he's just, Ooh, watch your I, fingers. That's not even dude. a wrestler. That's a ring crew guy. And Abdul just kicked him in the head. And he's beating up all these. He's got a lot of energy for being yeah. a 50 year old man. That just got killed. Oh, he slipped. He fell. Happy fell. His his and now he's beating up the guy that he just slipped on. Oh, he's got a he's got a wet stain on his asshole. Well, he was just uh electrocuted to death. That's true. It makes you lose your balcony. Wait a minute. So is he Look at these crazy fucks. Oh boy. Look I've, at I've met both of them. I had pictures of both of them. <laughs> Literally, that's crazy. I... Look at those crazy fucks. And they've gone the commercial, so that's the end of our watch along. Unless you wanted to watch along a Tresemme ad. Not really. All right, so we're going to talk now about, or you want to take a quick break? And... You know, I, 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 I realized that, like, when that was happening, I didn't say anything, and I completely got lost in how bad it was yeah it wasn't great I, it, it, that made wrestle crap for a reason it reminded me of uh and you remember the name of of this event that i was the at. body count yeah the body count match ECW, ECW. Holiday hell i was there for that mm -hmm. and because i was at so many ecw shows that like if you go back and you watch you'll probably see me in the audience but i don't know where to look for me so it's tough but i was at that one so we should watch that at some point um I, it was like they had firecrackers. Yeah. And it was really fucking bad. And I'm like, I don't know if that's on Peacock or not. But, but. then, but then it happened recently with like Omega or no, uh, yeah, and John Moxley. Moxley, about? Yeah, yeah. And uh, Kingston. Cause it's, it's always tricky cause you can't really blow people up and you don't want to put the wrestlers in danger. Like there was a dark side of ring recently about FMW and they were talking about this ring of fire match they did where the, 
they actually lit the ropes on fire and the fire got out of control and you couldn't breathe in the ring and everybody got out, but the sheet couldn't get out and they couldn't get in to save him and he got burns over like 70% of his body. So you don't want to actually put the wrestlers in danger, but either want to make it look good or you don't want to do it. Is right. The thing. Right. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to take a little break here, I guess, and then we're going to talk Halloween episodes of shows. Oh, we should do that. Yeah, let's do that. Do you enjoy true crime? Do you enjoy comedy? Are you yourself a murderer or a murder victim? If you say yes to even one of those questions, the Murder My Dude may be the podcast for you. Each and every week, we provide a comedic spin on the latest true crime news and a closer look at classic cases, too. So look up Murder My Dude on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Spotify, Hotbot, Ask Jeeves, or whatever else you would use to find other, lesser podcasts. Subscribe and then head over to ProjectHumanoid.com to learn more about us. Or else. So every show on Cheesesteak Suplex, we do the first half, uh, some kind of wrestling topic, something to do with wrestling. And then the second half is usually pop culture, non-wrestling related. Yep. Maybe it's wrestling related in some sense. Uh, But we like a little bit of variety. Uh, so we're approaching Halloween. This is Halloween season. It's a spooky season. I believe our next episode will release on Halloween. I believe it's it, it will. Yeah. It will be releasing Saturday night into Sunday at midnight. So it'll technically be Halloween when it, when it drops, as they say on the streets. Um, uh, so, so this one, we're going to talk about our favorite Halloween episodes of TV shows or or just Halloween episodes of TV shows in general. A lot of these I haven't even seen, but when I was a kid, it was always my favorite. It was always my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Like when, when well, Christmas is my, my absolute favorite. It's my number one, but Halloween is a close second, but I never really popped for those like Christmas episodes. It was always the Halloween one. Yeah, Halloween episodes are always fun. They're more fun usually than the Christmas. The Christmas episode was usually like heartwarming or like tugged at your heartstrings. The Halloween episode was usually either scary, fun, or both. Right. And and then there were there were like horror ones or like Halloween adjacent. Yeah. We'll just get into it. We'll we'll say the most famous one that we thought was a Halloween episode yeah. until we just literally right now found out it wasn't is the Boy Meets World episode with Jennifer Love Hewitt as Jennifer Love Pfefferman. And it was like a slasher thing, right? Like people were like just turned up dead or were they? Yeah, they're like hiding in like a like a library or something. Yeah. I haven't watched the episode in a long time. And uh, it was like playing on that whole like, I know what you did last summer. Mm-hmm. Um, scream like any like a teen slasher it, thing. It, that was it was like 98. You said it came out, right? Yeah, February 27th, I believe of 98. And I want to say Scream came out in like late 96. Yeah. And Scream was such a phenomenon and it's such a genuinely great movie. And most horror movies that came out after that had to have some kind of Scream element. There was always the who's the killer. It was a bunch of teenage or young adult people who were being hunted down by this hidden person mm. in some kind of mask. I'm thinking like Urban Legend did that. Yeah. I know what you did last summer. Valentine. Valentine, yeah. Underrated, by the way. Yeah. David Boreanaz, Philly boy. That was, uh, yeah, son of a legendary Philly weatherman. Yeah. 
Um, big Flyers fan. As a matter of fact, as we're recording, the Flyers are playing tonight. Now, yeah. Last I looked, they were def- they were leading the Boston Bruins. It could have changed by now. Okay. Um. So anyway, that wasn't a Halloween episode, but uh, they did have a Halloween episode. They had uh, actually. Let me bring it, bring it up now. What was it called? Uh, I have it here. So I have a list. My own list that I have, and you're going to be uh, reading off of some from Parade Magazine. Parade.com. Uh, uh, this is um, best Halloween episodes. And the ones I thought of before this are probably not ones on this list because they're kind of obscure. Like, I don't think they're going to have the Halloween episode of Hey Dude with Zeke the Plumber. Uh, by the way, the Boy Meets World episode that is a Halloween episode is Who's Afraid of Corey Wolf? Okay. Now, I've seen it because mm-hmm. I've seen every episode of Boy Meets World. I've seen every episode of Freaks and Geeks, uh, which also had a, a good um, Halloween episode. So I put a poll out mm-hmm. on the Cheesesteak Suplex uh, Instagram, and I also put a poll out on, oh, we didn't give out our socials. We forgot to plug that. We did. We did. We did. Uh, let's do. Let's do that real quick. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, email us at cheesesteaksuplex at gmail Go to Project Humanoid for merch. Uh, we're having a little bit of uh, trouble right now with the cheesesteak suplex merch. So right now we just have um, uh, murder my dude stuff. But um, yeah, you know, be patient. I don't. I guess you're patient because it's not really a top seller uh, but uh it, it's okay um yeah so there you go questions comments or anything like that uh, just email us and uh you could also reach us on uh instagram at cheesesteak suplex facebook at cheesesteak suplex twitter it is philly suplex uh because character limit i guess cheesesteak don't fit yeah um and if you are a company that sells cheesesteaks sponsor us yeah we could have the official cheesesteak suplex cheesesteak yeah that'd be nice right like gyms or something like that'd be cool or 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 tony luke's or john's roast pork or you know there's just something where they did a uh everybody anybody but pat and gino's by the way they did one of those things they'll do uh every now and then where somebody does a we're gonna find the best cheesesteak we're gonna order from all these cheesesteak places and i think they said john's roast pork one I watch I watch uh, a bunch of those now. I know Philly Captain is a big John roast John's roast pork guy, but now he said something that I that I think is a little goofy. He was like, "No, now why would I why would I eat here at this place that you're telling me to eat when I could eat here, which is near it and it's the best?" Well, because you don't know if this one's better if yeah, you, you didn't sample. Eat it. You sample them. That's that's how it, it's that's why you try it once. If you don't like it, you don't fucking like it. Or you just find one you really like. You're like, this is the best. I don't want to try anything else. Yeah. Even though you might find something better. Well, like you can't say it's the best. You yeah. know what I mean? You can like, say it's my favorite. Yeah, it's your favorite. Well, no, or, or it's the best yeah. out of the things that you've tried. Yeah. But but if you're not open, yeah, I guess unless you tried every single cheesesteak available for sale in Philadelphia, you can't say one is the best. But you could say it's the best that you've tried or the yeah. best out of the main, you know. Yeah, the, the big contenders. Uh, the big ones, right. Um, I always heard Steve's Prince of Steaks is, is excellent, mm-hmm. but I've never had one. The one uh, I had when I was in Philly, Cleavers, that was pretty good. I never even heard of Cleavers. Yeah, I think they're a newer thing. I think they started in like 2008. Yeah, there's a bunch of new names. They're like, in like Rittenhouse Square area. They, they like, do it on a, uh, a sesame seed roll. 
like yeah there's there's a lot of places that do them on uh, d- different rolls like that and, and it, it looks delicious to me it, it was delicious it looks delicious it was uh, very good i want a nice hoagie from like i don't know if i've ever had delisandros or delisandros however yeah you woodrose is a big like hipstery one now and south, south street they do like truffle oil on the cheesesteak mm. yeah and then like uh, going back to Philly Captain, he he would be like, ah, I don't ever go to Ishka Bibbles. Like, okay, try Ishka Bibbles. Try it and see if you like it. If you want to try Geno's and Pat's, they're staples because they're open. You know, at least one of them is open. I don't know the hours, but I think that they're like one of those. Yeah, we just don't remember. There was somebody got killed at one of them recently. You know, it's funny. My uncle always said. I think that was Geno's. My uncle would always be like, yeah, G- you know, they're good for like if you're, you know, Two or three o'clock in the morning and you're drunk. Yeah. You know, like you want a cheesesteak, you know, and he would talk about like, oh, yeah, the grease running down your arm. And I'm like, why? Why? I don't want to be dirty. I guess that to somebody like that is a good cheesesteak. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no, I don't want that. It's a lot of it's a lot of cholesterol. Yeah. Cheesesteaks are not health food either. Yeah. It's not something you should eat all the time. It's It's a treat. Of course. Right. All right. So uh, so let's get let's get into this best. Uh, Halloween episodes of 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 uh, yeah, TV shows that you grew up with. Uh, let's just start right off the bat. Mine this whole time was not a Halloween. It's not a Halloween episode. So I guess I need to search for a new one. Yeah, I, I kind of meant not jokingly. The Hey Dude one kind of stuck with me. But when I think like as a kid, the Halloween episode, it's always the Treehouse of Horror on The Simpsons. They do, They do it every year. For a while, they were even doing them after Halloween for some reason, but they were like some of the old classic episodes. The one I always remember is the one where it was a play on the Twilight Zone episode to serve man. Okay. Because the one of the staples of the Treehouse of Horror episodes was they would always have the aliens, Kang and Kodos. They would be the green aliens with the tentacles and they would have the big bodies with one eye and it would be in like glass domes with a tentacle sticking out. Right, right, right. And in one of the early ones, it might have even been the first Treehouse of Horror, they did a thing where they abduct the Simpsons and they're just having them having them there as their guests. They're giving these lavish meals and they keep finding this book and it's like, how to cook. And then it's like, how to, they wipe some dust on the book. It's like, how to cook humans. Like, wait, more dust. And it's like, no, no, no. It says, how to cook for humans. And then they write about more dust. It's like how to cook 40 humans. And it just, it's a running gag. And they would, they would do things later where in 96, there was, they did a thing because it was when Clinton was running against Dole and they, they abduct Clinton and Dole and they take their bodies. And it winds up being that they're the, uh, they're the running for president. And somebody's like, I think I'm going to vote for a third party. And they're like, go ahead, waste your vote. And then Ross Perot shown like in the crowd and he just punches his hand through like a straw hat. Right. And so they, they've done funny things like that, and it, it's always like a, a highlight of the year. The Simpsons isn't what it used to be, isn't what it used to be, and it hasn't been for most of the time it's been on now. Like most people think, The Simpsons peaked twenty years ago or more. So it, it's your mileage may vary, but a lot of their best episodes were the Treehouse of Horror ones, the one with the shinning instead of the shining. Right. Yeah. 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 It is like because Groundskeeper Willie is the one that's like telling them like it's what's going on. And he's like, "You've got the shinning," and they're like, "Don't you mean the shining?" And he's like. Shh, Lottie, do you want to get sued? So they even throw that in for uh, for effect. So that there's a lot of them. But this list, and these are a lot of ones we've probably even seen. This is written by Jessica Sager for Parade Magazine. And it's just a list of some of the best Halloween episodes of TV sitcoms, specifically. 
Uh, Community had one, I guess, called Epidemiology, where people turn into zombies. It's always Sunny who got de-pregnant. Okay. Because uh, I guess I didn't know this. They would always have like mystery-themed episodes, and I guess one was who got de-pregnant. Uh, the Office, here comes Treble. Oh, I, re- I do remember this episode because everybody's in um, everybody's in costume except for Creed. Creed was like the crazy guy would always give like weird non sequiturs. And Creed comes in and you can see it in the in the uh, the thumbnail on our screen here. Well, the, the audience can't, but you can. And he's got like blood on his face and a bloody shirt. Right, right. And I'm pretty sure they're like, um, you know, we like your Halloween costume. He goes, it's Halloween. <laughs> okay. So it's like, oh, he's just wearing that because he's got blood all over him. This guy's just a lunatic. Yeah. yeah oh, Creed absolutely was. Yeah. Uh, blackish jacked O'Lantern with Michael Strahan as uh, as Dre's cousin. Two guys, a girl in a pizza place. Two guys, two, a girl in a psycho Halloween. Okay. Curb Your Enthusiasm, the Trick or Treat episode. Have you seen any of these? Um, no. I, I saw The Office one, I'm pretty sure. I don't, uh, I don't watch The Office, so. Cheers, fairy tales can come true. Uh, just kind of going through to see if I even saw them. Pr- I probably saw like the. I've probably seen Family Matters yeah. one. Oh yeah, because he had a, a an Urkel ventriloquist doll and it became evil. It was almost like a child's play thing. Okay. Um, Thirty Rock. Thirty Rock Modern Family, just called Halloween. I think I remember that one because like yeah, uh, the Dumfies would always go all out for Halloween. I never saw New Girl. This is on here. For... No. Yeah, most of these just ones I never saw. Yeah, but it's okay. But we're we're not uh, even talking psych about season one. What? I just don't want to read a list. Uh, Why? What's wrong with the list? People like lists. Psych season one episode fifteen. Scary Sherry Bianca's toast. I've definitely seen this one. I've seen every episode of Psych. So it, now now it doesn't mean that I remember everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're like, oh well, what's it about? I don't fuck around. Oh, this is an urban legend themed episode. But I, I've seen literally every episode of Psych. So that '70s show, too old to trick or treat, too I, young to die. I would have never seen this because I didn't watch the show. Maybe I watched a few one, one or one or two. Now this, uh, the next one, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the uh, the oh. original, the one from the '90s. I've seen this. A river of candy corn runs through it. I've seen every episode of Sabrina. So, and I think these do blocks for like every every show would do a Halloween episode sometimes. Right, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Some of these, a lot of these episodes are just called Halloween. Uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine features a Halloween heist each year. And this is the original episode. Yeah. Mash trick or treatment. Now, I, I, I want to stop you for a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, here's Martin. Uh, the night he came home. Uh, what what were you saying was your favorite? Um, Probably the Simpsons ones. No, besides that one. Uh, one that stuck with me when I was really little was Hey Dude on Nickelodeon. Right. What was it about? I think there was a guy called Zeke the Plumber. Right. Or was that Are You Afraid of the Dark? Uh, neither. Oh. Uh so it 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 was neither. It oh, was, salute your shorts. It was salute your shorts, and it, it was also was not even a Halloween episode. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, so you're wrong twice. Um, <laughs> yeah, it came out June fifth. They did do a Halloween episode of Hey Dude, though I remember it. But 1991. Yeah. No, there were no Hey Dude episodes. Oh, uh, there wasn't. Okay. There, there were no Halloween episodes. Oh, uh, apparently, according to the, the to this thing that I'm maybe there maybe there was, but uh, according to this that there uh, there wasn't that I'm looking at. Uh, which is I'm looking at Halloween specials.fandom.com, but may, maybe there was, maybe you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but now you said that Zeke the Plumber was definitely Salute Your Shorts. Yeah, it, was, it was Salute Your Shorts. It was a scary episode. Maybe it wasn't Halloween. Yeah, and, there, and that's what I was saying that there's a lot of shows that have those scary episodes, those weird ones. There's, uh, I think, I think there, there, Hey Dude had one called Fear, mm-hmm. and I think there was another one that they did. 
So they were like creepy, scary ones that were like Halloween adjacent, you right. know, um, there, there were murder mystery episodes. Now they are probably my favorite out of any kind of shows. Cause I know, mm-hmm. uh, boy meets not boy meets world. Um, uh, saved by the bell did one mm-hmm. golden girls did one. There was a few different ones where it was like, if you just type in uh, psych did the one that was inspired by clue. Okay. With Cliffy. But but no, these were like legit murder mystery, like getaway weekend type okay. things. Yeah. yeah. Like they're in a mansion and like there's like weird characters and somebody disappears and there's... Mm-hmm. Uh, it, look, for me, for it to be something like that, you have to have a mansion. There's got to be a butler and there mm-hmm. has to be secret passageways. Oh, and, yeah. And if there's not, then it doesn't count. Yeah. Uh, Glee did an episode based on the high... Ho- no, uh, we're, we're, we're talking... Now we're show. talking to, uh, again about... Halloween episodes. Yeah. We're back to that. Uh, Bob's Burgers Fortnite. Now, this Bob's is Burgers the animated. Those great Halloween episodes. Absolutely. Now, these are the animated ones. Yeah. Uh, my favorite, by the way, I don't know if it's on this list. I, I didn't see it. Uh, but my favorite, or at least something I really liked, was uh, the Slutty Pumpkin episode on How I Met Your Mother. How I Met yeah. Your Mother. Uh, but I liked Archie. Archie had a Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Archie's Weird Mysteries. Yeah. Um, and didn't uh, but, Chad always? Uh, Chad didn't Ted always go as a hanging Chad or something like that on How I Met Your Mother? Wasn't that his like costume? Uh, it, it may have been. I don't. I don't. Re- again, I don't remember like all the specifics. Uh, but yeah, Bob's Burgers ha- always does everything great. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I've ever watched a Bob's Burgers episode that I didn't laugh at. And yeah. to me, that's, you know. And their Halloween episodes are usually about, like, just the kids are trying to do everything they can to have, like, this great Halloween, and, and it never goes well. Right. But they always have fun in the end. Uh, this, this The Simpsons one on this list is the one I was talking about. Treehouse of Horror 5 is the one with the shinning. Yeah, the shinning, yeah. <laughs> and uh, South Park Spooky Fish. Uh, yeah, that is, yeah, there's the, it had a framing called... Was it called Evil Cartman? Sp- yeah. It was the spooky vision where they, it said the episode was in spooky vision, which said spooky vision on the side with Barbara Streisand's face in each corner of the screen. That was spooky vision. Yeah, it's just spooky enough. Yeah. And yeah, they, um, there was a murderous goldfish and there was an evil Cartman, but evil Cartman was very nice and, and fun and cool because the real Cartman was the evil Cartman. And so Mirror Universe Cartman was nice Cartman. Even though he's called evil Cartman. Yeah. Right. But the real Cartman. And he has the, a goatee. Yeah. The real Ghostbusters, when Halloween was forever. Yeah, they have like a headless horseman uh, mm-hmm. deal happening here. Future, Futurama, the Honkling. I'm sure your son could tell you more about that. Yeah, my youngest son is a huge Futurama fan, and also his birthday is this coming Saturday. Yeah. So the day before this drops, this so the last second of his birthday, the very next second starts. This episode. This episode. Yeah. Uh, the Venture Brothers, a very Venture Halloween. I never got into that, and it's a shame I. because I think that I would have. American Dad, the best little horror house in Langley Falls. I probably watched it. I watched a lot of... My, my kids love American Dad. Oh, and here's horror, sci-fi, and, and drama. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Fear Itself. Okay. I believe Doctor Who is doing a Halloween episode this year. Okay, cool. Uh, it's also the final final uh, season for Jodie Whittaker. Oh, now this show... My dad. Tales from the Dark Side. My dad loved Tales from the, the Dark Side. The first episode, Trick or Treat, written by George Romero, oh. the pilot. My dad loved all that shit. I don't think I ever saw it. Beverly Hills, not a two one of the episodes, just called Halloween, season two, episode 13. Ooh, she looks sexy. I believe that's Jenny Garth. Yeah, it is. Damn. 
Uh, Stranger Things, episode two, season two, Trick or Treat, Freak. Okay, I've I've seen that one, yeah. Oh, it's where they're all dressed they're, as Ghostbusters. They're dressed yeah. like the Ghostbusters, and the one kid is actually in the Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah, Finn Wolfhard, right? Yeah. He's the only one that's ever in anything. That's true, yeah. The other ones and, are never in stuff. No, the, the the other kid, so the one in the middle that... Uh, Gatton Metanzaro? Yeah, him. Uh, he actually works at like a restaurant in New Jersey. Oh, I think he's from Jersey. Yeah, he is. And, he, and he's like, he's a server. Oh, wow. And... He wears, you know, a mask, like, serving, and people still recognize him. Does like, he have the same hair? His hair is very distinctive. Probably. But, I mean, good for him. Yeah. For, like, just, he's just, he's working. He's like, ah, fuck it. I'm just going to do, like, I'm a real person. Yeah. I'm going to do a real person job as well as this, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, good for him, man. But, yeah, you don't really see them in anything else. Yeah. Finn Wolfhard, you do a lot. Yeah. He was it, in, like, It. Yeah. He was in everything, that kid. Yeah. Good for him. Um, Yeah, so... My like I said, my 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 favorites not even your favorite. Yeah. Our favorites aren't even Halloween episodes, but we should lump them in together. The like, South Park ones have been fun too. There've been a, good, a few good ones. The Pink Eye episode was the first one, right? Um, on the list that I have, I'll just I'll just scroll through a little bit. Uh, wow, man, there's a lot though. Mm -hmm. So I'm not gonna read every list of. Yeah, most most shows have done it at like, some point. Uh, Third Rock from the Sun, Seventh Heaven, uh. Eight Simple Rules has three episodes listed. According to Jim has three. Then there was Adam 12. The Adams Family has two. Uh, Adventures in Wonderland. Uh, Ozzy and Harriet. Pete and Pete. Well, this is the... We also mentioned Adventures in Wonderland on Murder My Dude this we week. We did. Wow. Yeah, a Wonderland Halloween. Huh. Uh, Alf did one. Uh, American Housewife has four. Ooh. Never saw the show. Andy Griffith, The Haunted House. Um, R.I.P. Uh, Thelma R.I.P. Thelma Lou. She just died the other day. 95 years old. Ant Farm on uh, Disney, I believe. They have three. Are You Afraid of the Dark did two. Austin and Allie did three. Uh, Balarmy? Bal 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 no idea. Balamory? Bal Never heard of it. Uh, they have one. Bear Behaving Badly. Uh, there's there, there, there's a lot. There's a lot. Uh, if there's a show, there's a good chance they did a Halloween episode. Check out HalloweenSpecials.Fandom.com and uh, you will find this list. And maybe it'll have an episode of, uh, uh, here we go. Here's another one. Halloween episode that I loved from one of my favorite shows as a kid. Probably my favorite shows as a kid. Erie, Indiana, America's Scariest Home Video. Okay. Uh, shout out to Justin Shankaro, uh, who was Simon Holmes on here, who I've, I've, I have, I wouldn't call him a friend, but I would say I have a, you know, a, a friendly relationship with him you know that i've had over the past few years you mm -hmm. know like i message him it's not like he messages me or anything like that that'd be nice you know i don't even think he has me added as a friend but you know maybe one maybe one day maybe one day we'll become friends like that by uh, the way another old person that died mm -hmm. recently uh voice actor jack angel just died i saw that yeah, yeah he he was wetsuit and gi joe uh, I was gonna. I don't know why I didn't post about him. Actually, I could show you. I even have the the picture saved. Let me let me let me show you just just for verification. He was here. Ramjet and Astro yeah, Chain, Ram, Train yes, and Transformers. Yes, he was. Look, see, I already have the picture saved. Oh, there you go. Uh, I don't know why I didn't post it. I, I, it's a, a collage of of all the different voices he's done, and uh, I, I think I got sidetracked with something else and i never posted it and i don't it doesn't really yeah. matter 90 years old very very close to his 91st birthday in, in a few weeks a few, a few days, days it would have been october 24th yeah a few days rather it would have yeah. been the Sunday. day this show will come out he died today or he would have been his birthday would have been today if you're listening to this the day it comes out right so r.i.p jack angel 
Um, you were an angel, Jack. Why? See, why didn't you go by Johnny Angel like the song? I don't know the song. You don't know Johnny Angel? I don't. Oh, it was uh, it was an old song in the '60s, and uh, the singer was Shelley Faberes. I think is her name. How's it go? Without singing it. Johnny Angel, how I love you. Something, something, something. Blah. We'll play it off the air. Sure. Literally doesn't sound familiar to me and at all. And Shelly Favaris, I don't know how I'm saying her last I name don't, right. I don't know because she, it doesn't sound familiar. She was the girlfriend, I don't think they ever got married, maybe wife on the show Coach. Okay. I would have to see what she looks like. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But she was a teenager in the 60s and had a hit song, Johnny Angel. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't sound familiar. So. Is that right. everything? Is that our show? No. Oh. No, we have. Oh, actually, I forgot about. It came from Philly. It came from Philly. Spooky edition. Yeah, yeah. What's what's the scariest thing that ever came from Philly? Well, the scariest thing that ever came from Philly. This, I don't want to talk about oh, right now. No. But, but enough about Aunt Myrtle. Aunt Myrtle from from Philly. Yeah, yeah. She or, was scary. or or our or our aunt that's. Uh, that's from New England. Oh, oh, yeah, no. Not from Philly. No, not from Philly, no. but she's from New England. What's her name? <sighs> what is her name? <laughs> How do I not know her name? Ethel? Ethel, yeah, Ethel. The heart. Yeah, Ethel. Her it's been so long. Yeah. Eth- There's Ethel. Yeah. Bobby. I, I remember Bobby. I didn't remember Ethel. Bobby the Hara. Is Ethel going to tell us what came from Philly? Ah, street lights. That is scary. Yeah, Streetlights. I'm, I'm terrified of streetlights. Horrible. Streetlights street lights were scary when I was a kid. Because I was one of those kids where I had to go inside when the streetlights came on when I was young. Were you really? Yeah. I wasn't. I I, I just wasn't because I had a curfew. Yeah. But it was like... Oh, so did I. It was when the streetlights came on. Yeah, that wasn't... I mean, I was like four or five at this point and I was at the playground across the street. Okay. It wasn't like 10 or, or 12. But yeah, like when I was a little kid, we would because uh, the playground was literally right across the street, and I had to go home when the streetlights came on. Right. So the idea of street lamps uh, or street lights, rather, uh, have have been around forever. You know, not forever, but for a long time. Before electricity, we're like, hey, we should do a street light. I, I, well, no, they had they had oil lamps before electricity, so that's actually true. Yeah, gas gas lights. Yeah, gas light anthems. Right. Um. I mean, these things are are going around, you know, they're, they're around for a long time. But uh, I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find. Um, give me one second. So, yeah, that was like a common thing. And there were other things, too. Like, I remember there was this one kid and his family was like super religious and they had a bell and they would just ring a bell. And that was the kid had to come home whenever he heard the bell. But a lot of kids, it was the streetlights. And, like, we're talking about Halloween right now, so with trick-or-treating, sometimes it was like, yeah, you start trick-or-treating when the streetlights go on. But usually I think with trick-or-treating was more when it gets dark. I was like, okay, it's getting dark, let's go trick-or-treating. But I guess sometimes you would wait for the streetlights, too. Yeah, like, I remember kids down the street being like, oh, they have to be in, like, I have to be home when the streetlights go on, and that weirded me out. Because my parents were never like that. Right. My parents were never like, as soon as those streetlights are, you better be home. Like, I don't think my parents were that strict about it, but no, it was like, that's I, when you knew you had to go home. Yeah, because it was when the best was like when kids were out playing capture. Yeah. Which, 
or manhunt as other people would call it or whatever. Yeah, I think the streetlight thing was more for school nights. Like during the summer is like whenever because yeah, usually my parents were out on the front porch anyway. Yeah, that's tr- oh, were they really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, th- my mom is that type. Like you know, well, my mom worked overnight, so and literally the playground I would always play at, like two, like there was a, the playground, then a house, and then my aunt's house. So. Like I, I was not far. Like where I grew up when I was really young, I had to I had to go pretty far to be away from either a family member or somebody my dad had been friends with his entire life. They were I was surrounded. I could do nothing. Like not that I was like I I, I could have fun. They let me be a kid, but like yeah, I, there was always somebody watching. Right. Uh. So according now this is according to Wikipedia. It says uh, street lighting in the United States was introduced by inventor Benjamin Franklin. I've heard of him. Who was postmaster of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, for this reason, many regard Philadelphia as the birthplace of street lighting in the U.S. So it's not the overall invention of street lighting. It's it's the introduction of street lighting in. Yeah, because, I mean, they would have torches in the street, like hanging. So, yeah, there's always been some sort of light. All right. Uh, yeah. Candles. Um it wasn't like cities were in the dark until Ben Franklin was like, I have an idea. Right. Uh, he was out flying his kite one day. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, I cannot tell. Oh, wait, that was George Washington. Right. Cannot tell a kite. You can't tell a kite. Why would anything. you tell I'd a try. kite? Anyway? Why would you talk to a kite? They don't listen. Yeah. It's, it's in one string out the other. <laughs> it's, it's dumb. Um, but it made me laugh, though. Yeah. It made me laugh. Sometimes the dumb ones are good. That's that's what you need. You Sometimes know? the dumb one lands. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so there you go. That's what it came from Philly. Uh, street lighting in the U.S. Yes, it came from Philly in the U.S. It came from Philly in the U.S. So and that's all it really so that's, matters, right? That's, that's what we have. We don't need to go in depth about it. If you want to know more about street lights, uh, just Google it. Yeah, or look outside. You'll probably see one. Yeah, you might see a street light. And if you knew a friend that had to be, or if you were somebody that had to be in, when the streetlights came on, one, I feel sorry for you to email us at cheesesteaksuplex at gmail.com and let us know about your shitty childhood. Um, also, let us know if you enjoy the song Street Life by Randy Crawford. Or don't. Don't do that. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know that song. That's two songs you don't that's know now. A lot of songs I don't know. I that d- song's from Jackie Brown. That's how I know it. Oh, that's why you know yeah, it. Yeah. I love that. I love that movie. You love that? I love that soundtrack. That's my favorite soundtrack Strawberry of a movie Strawberry Letter 23. Is that on there? It is on there. Uh, I love that song. By the Brothers Johnson, right? Yep. Okay. Across 110th Street. See, I know. I know something. There's Baby something. Love is on there. I, oh, good song. Yeah. No, yeah. It's all good. It's all. It's, it's all, all. It's all perfectly good. legal. It is. All right. All right. So that's our show. Now that's our show. Next week. Oh yeah. We got a fucking doozy for you. Yeah. It's a doozy. You want to tell him? Already? Yeah. I, I got it. Ready? We have a special stipulation next. No, week. I got it. I got it. I got to set you up. Okay. Set me up. Tell them, beeps. The wheel is spun. The deal is done. That is the tagline for next week. Trick or heat. On Halloween. So you want to tell them uh, what, what they can be uh, in, what, what, what they can be in store for? For the first, what? The first hour of the show, which is usually a wrestling what, segment. What they're in store for. The first, tw- uh, the, at the very beginning of the show, 20 minutes later and 20 minutes after that, we will spin a wheel. Mm. Uh, there will be different stipulations that we must abide by on that wheel. And then we will abide by that stipulation for yeah. that 20 minutes. That's the first half. Yeah, and then the second half, we're going to be doing some fun stuff too. We're going to take a trip down memory lane. 
Talk about Halloween a little bit. Yeah, some Halloween stories and some fond memories. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. When I almost killed a dog. Worst day of my life. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, we'll top it off with... It came from Philly. The second spooky Halloween edition. I guess this is technically this is the first one. Yeah. But it wasn't really spooky. Unless was you know, it spooky? Unless you were a kid that had to come home when the streetlights were I, Or unless you had to watch that fucking Chamber of Horrors match. Yeah. So. Not good. So let us know what you thought. Uh, if you enjoyed our uh, our show. Um, Yeah, I hope you did. Uh, like I said, eventually we're going to have some t-shirts on projecthumanoid.com. That's P-R-O-J-E-C-T-H-U-M-A-N-O-I-D dot C-O-M. And... Uh, we have another show. It's called Murder My Dude. We we talk murder. And dudes. And we, we talk about dudes and, and women. Usually the too. dudes are the ones doing the murder. Yeah. We talk about some women that I mean, them. like, we should have murder my girl too. Yeah. Murder my well murder it's kind of it was taken. Murder my person. Murder my sweet. Yeah. Was a movie in the forties, and that's where That was the inspiration for murder Right, that's my the dude. inspiration for because people were saying my dude at the time, which nobody's even saying that anymore. Uh I thought about that the other I'm like, damn man, we're fucking so it's so dated. We're a little late to the party on the my dude thing. We weren't late to the party. It was around that time. Yeah. So it's it's it would be late to the party if we came up with it now. Yeah. Uh, three years ago, people were saying it a lot. We uh, struck that, while the iron was hot. Right. And then now the, iron the, is since cooled. Now the iron has cooled and people aren't even iron. Everything's wrinkly now. Yeah. Uh, and yet we're still walking around with a crispy shirt and everybody is wrinkly. So maybe it's your fault. Maybe you need to come back to uh, saying words that we say. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. We blame you, the audience. It's all your fault. Well, be better. Yeah. You know, we're fine. We are fine. Like wine. So uh, that's our other, we have another show, uh, Murder My Dude, check it out. We talk uh, true crime, fake crime, all crimes in between. Uh, only crimes in the building. Only murders in the building. We did talk about that on this uh, episode that came out the same day as this one. Right, yeah. It came out concurrently. Right, that show comes out every two weeks, this show comes out every week. So, yeah, so there you go. All right, well, that is it. Uh, do you have anything else to add? And yeah, now we'll just call it in the ring.